Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 90 for Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. My name is Marty Sleeven. I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Nick Calandra. How are you guys? We're late because my dog peed on the floor again, and I am happy about it. Was it carpet or was it, was it hood? It was like half on the wood, half on his rug, right by his food bowl. So Man, he's covering all his bases, huh? Yeah, yeah you should have just gave him some like Clorox wipes and told, told him to clean it up while you were doing your pod. Yeah. Didn't the dog know that you have a pod? <laughs> yeah, he, he went and did it while I was taking a shower, so. Ah! Vintage. That's a classic. That's classic dog trickery. <laughs> uh, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome uh, to Breakout. This is like uh, it's like video game Christmas Eve tonight because mm-hmm. tomorrow's kind of like video game Christmas because Summer Game Fest starts tomorrow. It's very exciting. Um, I feel like tomorrow's more like Christmas Eve, right? Like the bigger stuff is later. This is like a warm up, right? The stuff coming tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's like the first day of Hanukkah. <laughs> I can't relate. <laughs> and that is one of like the later. I don't know if one of the later days of Hanukkah is like. Is there like a best day? So what's the best day of Hanukkah? You think is going to be Xbox? I think that's the one everyone's eyes are on. Like sure. it's definitely the biggest player in the loop. Mm-hmm. Um. So probably yeah. That, that I guess that would be the. I don't. I don't know what the best day of Hanukkah is. <laughs> Rank them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. Listen, Keeley, tomorrow's the Keeleys, and Keeley, mm-hmm. two years ago, he, he re-revealed Elden Ring. So Keeley's got the ability to do anything. Keeley can do anything he wants. This That's is Key true, 3. Yeah. We're just living in it. Key, key 3. Key 3. Uh, and well, well, welcome to the show, everyone. We have a great show for you today. As you see, uh, with our main topic, we're going to be talking about how this year, already, six months in, halfway through, without even all these big announcements, is, is I think is getting up there. I think this year has the potential to be a historic year. Um, and we'll sort of break down a lot of those games, including the the big games of the past month or so that each of us has been playing a lot of sort of individually. So, mm. which is which mm. is neat. Uh, and then we got some newsies to talk about, including uh, uh, Apple announcing the Apple Vision Pro, Apple Vision Plus, Apple Vision. It's Pro. I think it's Pro. pro? Okay, Plus is for next time. <laughs> uh, Apple getting into the VR AR space uh, with their very expensive headset. Uh, we'll break that down and, and let you know if we think. Um, that means any if there's any tea leaves we can read through this or if this is just a, a first generation very expensive apple product that is like a lot of first generation very expensive apple products um also a weird story about how uh, ea and and bioware are offloading the development of star wars the old republic to a third party which seems like you're giving a child up to like an orphanage <laughs> so like i've never really seen that in a game before so we'll talk about that uh, and then uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the new Studio Ghibli Miyazaki movie because I don't know anything about it and no one knows anything about it because they're not releasing any trailers or images from the movie before it's released, which, you know what? Let's get behind that. And that's all there as is to I say, say <laughs> as I say on the night before uh, of all the streams that are just showing off the products from from the, in the next uh, in the next six to 18 months that we'll be playing. Uh, and before we get started, Jewel Rao, thank you so much for joining Early Access. And Jewel said, uh, with a two pound don- or a two euro dono, thank you so much. Finish Zelda, gonna get my SF groove on. Those are like the, those are two of the big three. Those are two of the Triforce right now, along with Diablo. And speaking of Diablo, ah, with a dollar down and I dono, said, uh, hope the smoke isn't too bad for you, Casey. Uh, Casey, it looks like literal hell on these. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> actually really really bad. It's it has lightened up since uh earlier today but pretty much all morning it was just straight up uh mexico movie filter outside <laughs> i saw that that's where it was so good like, was like, it's, yeah. just, it's just what it looked like yeah. um and like i i luckily did not go outside but pretty much everybody who was outside 
needed to be covering something because I could see the kids coming off the bus and like they were like holding their shirts up to their face if they didn't have a mask on already. Yeah, like it really like smelled like just soot. Yeah, that's like all from the Canadian, Canadian in, fires, like, right? Yeah, we've, we've yeah. got a, we've got an orange air quality warning here in Kansas City today too for uh, ozone contamination yeah. or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, because like it, cle- it started to clear up now. I'm wondering, like, did the wind, like, maybe push it elsewhere? Like, I was, I haven't been paying full attention, but I'm assuming, like, maybe, like, the winds change and that is now just fucking up a whole different slice of the United States. Well, it, turn, it turns out for us uh, that in the Midwest, uh, because, I, you know, I live down by a lot more farming area, uh, when it gets very humid and then it gets very hot and dry and dust gets picked up and then it mixes with the cow farts they call it a a uh, just a uh, shit storm is basically what we're in right now and that's why they, mm. that's why the ozone layer is uh, not smelling so good we've got to tell those cows to stop farting yeah, that's the problem much. We'd, we'd fix everything if that happened uh you know what we need you know who we need we need mario from mario sunshine to come with his little spray thing he needs to clean everything also, I rage quit that game last night on stream, and I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> did you get? Did you get? Did you get to like the uh, the part with like all the uh, the 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 climbing in the air area, like over the water, and where they take your where they take your fucking shit off? It, yeah. That game gets that game got too. It just got too intense for me. It just got too. <laughs> I I was having such a good time playing it for through several streams. I was really enjoying myself, and then I got to a point, and I, I it took me so long to find where the where the to get through the level to get to the bonus stage that takes flood away from you. Yeah, and then I got all the way to the end of it, and literally the last jump, I fucked up, and that was my last life. So not only did it kick me out, it just kicked me out of the like the world. Oh, it kicked no. me out of existence, and so I kicked the game <laughs> off my goddamn switch. <laughs> So that was Mario Sunshine, which is a great game. Great summer game. Yeah, you guys have summer it, games? What's the best summer games? Rainbow Six Siege. That's not a summer. What's <laughs> summery about it? They have it's summer always, cosmetics. It's light outside because they took away night maps. <laughs> they took away night maps? Did we ever have <laughs> night scary? maps? I don't think there ever were night maps. There were. Everyone's <clears throat> constantly complaining to bring them back. Well, I mean, I guess bring them back to ranked, I guess. I don't remember this. I've played that game for eight years. I, I don't tell you, Nick. You don't see the night. You, you only see the night. You didn't even know where people were on the map the other night. I don't believe you. What does that do? Anything? It's not anything to do with night maps. Uh, you know what's weird? That whole generation, that that GameCube generation, lot of lot of summer vibes. Wind Waker, summer vibes. Uh, over on PS2, Final Fantasy X, a lot of islands, a lot of summer vibes. Kingdom Hearts starts on an island. Summer vibes. That's true. Did yeah. Xbox have any summer vibes? Did Halo have any islands? Yeah, Halo's yeah. got a lot of outdoor, you, yeah. outdoor the stuff. First mission of Halo was like on the side of a beach, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll count that one in there too. Uh, Betting cats with a two dollar dono. Thank you so much. Wanted to ask if Casey saw the trailer for Thirty XX. Thirty XX. Oh, is that the sequel to Twenty XX? That it is kind of Mega yeah. Man. Did I see that? Is that older than this? Oh, the trailer. That is old. Oh, maybe it was early access and now it's like 30XX. Oh, it's still in early access. I think there might have been a new trailer for like a maker. Like you can make levels. This is a big day for makers because we got 30XX uh, maker. Yeah. And then there was awesome that um, that Zelda-esque Zelda maker kind of thing. That's not a Zelda maker. Quest quest marker, I think it's called. Hmm. Quest um, marker? Yeah, I think it might be called Quest. We wrote, we wrote a story about it. Um, it just it literally looks like a game where you make your own um, Zelda dungeons and actually Quest Master. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in chats. Quest Master. Uh, look at looks it, look cool. the trailer right now for 30XX. Um, I don't think I'd seen this before. This looks sick. Like they <laughs> they 
they undid the the more cartoony uh, art style and did a more kind of traditional pixel art thing. But mm-hmm. it's like they put all the pixels in. They didn't just go, oh, we want this to look 18 bit or 16 bit. It's like 60,000 bits of pixel. I feel like we should still call games in bits. Like how many bits think like yeah. Jedi Survivor was? <laughs> like 40 yeah, twin, yeah. to damn <laughs> thousand. I don't know. Meanwhile, oh, uh, cool. Breath of the Wild's out here at just like 128 bits. <laughs> Still looks great though. They use every they use every bit. Um, and then uh, Lampy with the highlight masters. Thank you so much, Lampy. Said you could see Marty's soul die at the very moment when when <laughs> Mario Sunshine. It was just like Mario Sunshine. It betrayed me because I was having such a good time, and then it betrayed me. So it was more that I felt heartbroken. Like the, oh. does it does it not get like one more chance than that? Like you would have such a good time that that one section just soured the entire experience i feel like yeah. there had to be sections leading up to that that ruined it for yeah me. it was the whole the whole the whole like the whole hour i was playing had bad vibes it just was like i kept getting to like a, a thing and i was very confused i went to a ghost house i didn't know what they wanted from me like I'm, I'd, I, was, I was so excited to go in this ghost house then i got there and i didn't know what it wanted the last time i remember uh, playing that game i just get very I, you can slip and fall off things right if you go into the, like the the muck and then it like slips yeah. and it just throws you away. Yeah, yeah. I remember hating that as a kid because like because a lot of weirdly like a lot of the level design in that is like circular. Like there's not a lot yeah. of flat surfaces. Like they want you to run up like curves. Yeah, and then it shit gets slippery. Yeah. It's just being a real. Probably trying to real. show off the power of the GameCube. <laughs> you yeah, can look see. At all, look at all these curved surfaces. See how smooth you can, that you can is? see the uh, veins in Marty's. <laughs> mentioned the curves he's like mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about the curves anymore <laughs> i don't want to talk about the curves um great game though top 10 summer game of all time mm. um speaking of summer games that wasn't that segue didn't make any sense but we're just going to talk about the apple vision pro <laughs> so, apple, it's uh, not apple vision pro <laughs> it's called the apple vision pro oh i thought oh you said plus earlier yeah, I literally just said Apple Vision Pro. That's the name of it. No, I know. You said it right. Uh, you have did you know certain pod, Did you know the? Uh, I listened to to the Ringer podcasts, and they're uh, they have a corporate mandate not to correct their co-potters unless it's like something egregious. A corporate mandate. Corporate yeah, because they said it's bad radio. What do you think about that, Nick? <laughs> I think it's good radio to snow you. <laughs> Wrong! You just weren't <laughs> listening. <laughs> I was. You had me confused, thinking it was plus. Uh, so the uh, the Apple Vision uh, 2.0 is coming. Out, is coming out. It got. Uh, so this was the you know people have have assumed Apple's been working on a, a VR AR headset for a very long time, and they have. Uh, it turns out it's very different than what you would think from a. It, it is not like a Quest PSVR competitor. It, it seems mm-hmm. like it is in, very, in a very different sort of lifestyle ecosystem than those also in a very different price um ecosystem at thirty five hundred dollars which makes it seem like this is just a dev kit that for some reason they were also angling towards the public who have just a lot of money to i guess like swipe around their phone in AR. one percent of them yeah it was um i don't know yeah it was it was very strange to me did you did you guys watch that did, did anything stand out to you in a in a good or a bad way the only thing i could think of when i was watching it was like where would i use this i like i don't want to why would i put that on to watch a movie and i'm not going to wear that in an airport to watch a movie i look like an idiot maybe on an airplane but even then i would still look like an idiot and you know all i can imagine is like watching a movie on that and having like the 
you know, the people come up and like offer me a snack and then I look over and I just see my eyes through this thing and I'm like, <laughs> like hey. Yeah, it would it would definitely be like kind of weird and scary. Uh, but only because like you'd be an early adopter, right? Like it, it's not a widespread thing. But, like, I think it's never gonna be widespread at thirty five hundred dollars. Well for sure. Um I like it's probably well known I am not like the biggest fan of Apple. But I gotta say that demonstration and like a bunch of like review videos and stuff that I watched on afterward because like I started digging very much impressed me like uh like I'm a big fan of like tech and like tech moving forward or whatever and like Apple's uh focus on the AR side of this AR VR thing versus the VR side which everyone else seems to be uh focusing on mainly is like I think that is the path that makes the most sense for like society to adopt it in mass because i've always i've always in my head been like why when are they going to invent like the the windscreen on your uh your car that just has all the gps info on it right like like just all like legit legitimately augment what i see through my eyes on an everyday basis and like then you'd be using it all the time like this is very very prototypey in that way where it's like yeah, yeah it looks it's gonna look goofy. I mean, it's it's sleek in an Apple sort of way, but like honestly, it's a goofy thing that's on big ass goggles on the front of your face. So like, yes, it's not gonna look normal out in public to use it. Uh, it has like a two hour battery, they said, with a, a a literal thing that you have to stick in your pocket with you, which also doesn't seem super practical or high tech. Um, and it's thirty five hundred dollars, which is just like no one should buy this. Like. If, like if you if you work for a living, you shouldn't buy this. It doesn't feel like this should have been at an event geared towards the public. This just feels right. like this should have been like, hey, developers, creators, here is this thing you can get into. And then a few years down the line, when the tech is streamlined and the price is streamlined, then I imagine like I don't think this is going to be like a fucking dud like the like the Lisa or whatever that the, the Apple computer was that almost sunk them. Uh, I I just think at its current pace, like there's no need to even like pay attention to this for. I, I think the that time speaks being. to the like kind of the hubris of Apple is that like I think they know that like they're well aware that this is at the stage where it should be for like developers to get their hands on it for companies to try and make use of, but they'll offer it to the public because the public will buy this. Like every single unit that they sell to the public, somebody is gonna buy that thing. So like they're like whatever have at it and like whether or not there's actually stuff for you to do on it is a whole other story but i i, I am very much impressed by the technology and i, I think that's part of the appeal because like if, if you have like a friend who's an apple diehard and you know he shouldn't be spending that sort of money on this thing but they have it <laughs> like they're gonna they're gonna feel what they want to feel which is that they're superior in terms of like technology to everyone around them and like you're gonna be like well i'm curious can i try it <laughs> and you're gonna be like oh, that's actually pretty cool so like that, I think well, that's I can't what try because you're not allowed to have glasses in that thing. <laughs> oh, they won't let that doesn't no. work. Yeah, it doesn't work with glasses. You need to get it. They're going to sell prescription ones. Huh. So I'm going to get mine and no one else is going to use it. Cause I'm assuming I'm, I'm assuming that's wrapped up in the thirty five hundred dollar price tag. Of course, doubt it. I, I saw I, I saw a hilarious meme last night where uh, it was the uh, Vision Pro. And then on the side, they had $900 for a snorkel to go with it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Just live, live your, live your uh, aquatic aquatic nightmare. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, have, I have... Yeah, Nick, what did, you, what did you think of it? I mean, I, yeah, I think it's really cool tech, of course. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see. I'd like to... 
I just want to try it. Like I've been to an Apple event before and I've seen the 8K TV and everything. So I'm like, yeah, um, definitely not gonna definitely not gonna spend thirty five hundred dollars on one of those things. I'll wait and see how Gen two and Gen three shape up, or if they release like maybe a lighter version. Because I have to imagine there's gonna be a lighter version down the line that maybe doesn't do as much, but maybe you can do all your social stuff within. Yeah, I had that. yeah, it's it's still a VR well. headset. I think un- as long as these things are still VR headsets that look like this. They will never be mainstream. Yeah. Well, they're like, going to, they're going to, they keep, are as simple yeah, as some gonna, glasses. Yeah. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was gonna to say. The glasses they're going to keep yeah. getting smaller and smaller as they figure out the tech. That being said, like yeah. cell phones went the opposite direction and they keep getting bigger and bigger. So because <laughs> we, we love our screens so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's why the AR thing works so much. Like you said, well, why would you sit down and watch this at a movie? Because you could have like a 4,000 by 4,000 screen in front of your face. I mean, yeah. They showed it like, uh, they, but like when ES, or, uh, Disney had like a sizzle reel for their things, they showed uh, ESPN. And it was like, here's all the information on the game. And it looked like you're at like a fucking <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings on like divorced yeah. dad night. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm of the mind that that's I don't. The same dad who's watching the video was family <laughs> through that thing, right? <laughs> I'm of the mind that I want to be able to put my phone down and not look at it. I don't want to wear goggles where I've got Twitter in my face. I all did. The time. I did love when someone walks up to you, these like weird eyes pop. <laughs> yeah. You look yeah. like Maz Kanata from Episode Seven. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait for Gen Two or Three. And I was gonna say like I have nowhere to speak on Apple because like I got the MacBook Pro and I hardly use it. So because you know mm. their their little Touch Bar is like oh yeah I'll spend the extra three hundred dollars to get the Touch Bar that I sometimes use when scrolling through videos mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. I, I, i'm just trying to figure out like yeah i guess to me right now ar and all that's still gimmicky i just can't see like i can't see myself using that over watching on my tv or playing on my computer or looking at my phone to scroll through stuff i like just it's it's like an extra step to put on a pair of goggles <laughs> to do this stuff yeah, and it's ultimately like alienating you from whoever else is. Yeah, home. like <laughs> we've already become. I, I mean, granted, it is like the least alienating of the headsets. Like it, sure. like you can kind of always see through it, and people yeah. can and sort people of won't see your look eyes. at you. <laughs> <laughs> they can sort of see your eyes through it, right? So, I, 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 I can already I, imagine. I, I people... It looks like a good try. Like I think this is a good, like a really good first step. Other than the price, like. I'd be singing this thing's praises, you know but the price makes it real stupid. I thought of a use for it. it instead of uh, watching TV from your dinner table, you can just put your goggles on while you're eating. You're going to be right in your face while you're eating and scrolling. Yep, that's great use. And then, and then, and then, yeah, and then when you go to click something, when you're putting a fork in your mouth, it just keeps clicking off everything. <laughs> I like how they had to have a whole segment of like, no, we promise we're not tracking what you're looking at. I know Bullshit. your eyes might gaze over something bad. Don't worry. That's definitely not data that we're harnessing Bullshit. and selling to the government. Shit. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really, that's really funny. It was weird. It was weird. Felt kind of dystopian. Everything feels kind of dystopian. <laughs> to me though, so, um, I mean, yeah, we'll see now. Yeah, I guess yeah. We have, we're, we have we're, all the trappings, but we don't have the cool, sick ass tech. So like, yeah. can we at least get that? Yeah, that's true. Give us, <laughs> give us the flying cars before you go. Yeah, full my, Blade my Runner. fucking hoverboard in this yeah, goddamn. Yeah. Healthy sky already looks like Blade Runner twenty forty eight. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like I said, when people saw that FaceTime avatar demo, pretty sure Zuckerberg started to cry. Um, it is funny how bad it makes Meta look. That was one thing that was really funny. Yeah, like God. Like, yeah, yeah. Not, like not the, that Meta needed that day help difference. with that. Yeah. Uh, 
Also, I feel like the Escapist website is listening to us because I'm now getting Rainbow Six Siege ads on the oh, yeah. site. <laughs> so that's that's great. And there's um, a lot of them. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. Uh, no night maps though. Fuck. No night maps. I remember there house. was one night map on Favela. That was it. Do they ever have maps that change the time of day? No. Like you could do like a morning and afternoon. No. Put that one. Get, tell Eve Gimo next time you have a meeting with him that Marty Marty gave an idea. I also want my million dollar idea. Skybox in the house. Fixed. Like what would that? They're around to like twenty minutes. Yeah, but what's going on outside? No, I mean like when you load in, you load in at a different time of day. It's the same map, but it's like two p.m. and so the lighting is different than if you load the map and it's seven p.m. because it's sunset. Uh, the good news is you're inside lit interiors the entire time, so you won't notice a difference. You know, it's the little things. It's the intangibles that separate fucking goaties and noties. And if you want to be a goatee, do the intangibles. Oh, I'll pass uh, on the chain. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, things that aren't going to be passed up the chain, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, IGN reported that um, Bioware and EA are passing the game along to uh, the developer Broadsword Online Games who uh, is currently known for maintaining stuff like Ultima Online and the Dark Age of Camelot, which I didn't know that second one existed. I had friends in high school who used to play the Dark Age of Camelot a lot, and that was like fucking 20 years ago. So um, I did not know that game still existed. But um, yeah, it sounds like, like you know, uh, Knights of the Old Republic Online was uh, being uh, sort of developed and maintained by Bioware Austin, and uh, it sounded like they're sort of completely removing that team from Knights of the Old Republic and then putting having them focus on uh, Dragon Age and Mass Effect. The next one, Dragon Age 4 and Mass Effect 5. I don't, even, I don't think those are what those games are going to be called, but that's fine. Just give everything a number. It's Dragon Age, Final Dread Fantasy Wolf. is the only series that knows how to do it. It's Dread, the Dreadwolf. Oh, yeah, Dreadwolf, Dread right? Yeah. Bad name. The good name. You can't have two good mythical beasts in your single name of your game. Yeah, that, that's just two things. I mean, are people just going to call it Dreadwolf? It's like Probably. bird and fish. Yeah, bird dog. That's what they should have called uh, Last Guardian. They should have called that bird dog. Dreadwolf is <laughs> important if you play Dragon Age, so. Uh, fucking, yeah, so it's a bunch of shit if you're a big nerd, but I'm not a big nerd. Just have it a cool oh, name. Oh, shit, you're not a big nerd. Have it be a cool <laughs> name. Oh, my God, I am losing my goddamn mind off people data mining stuff on per, in Persona. We are, <laughs> this is going to be a big Persona week, guys. Holy moly, the data mines are coming in, and oh, my God, what is P5T going to be? What do you think the T stands for? <laughs> Titties. Ford. That could be cool. That could be cool. <laughs> also, I like how we were talking about Dragon Age. Amy came and was like, "You summoned me," and then Nick made just the five-year-old joke. <laughs> and then Nightbot came by and was like, "Nicholas, you can't do that. That's a bad, that was a bad joke." Um, so yeah, this uh, the, this seems like a good move for EA, right? Like good they, movie, okay. they, EA and Bioware need to be focusing on Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Like we'll that see. is those we talk about those studios that like took a real big shot to the jaw and like Bioware was at the top of a mountain. Anthem came out, Mass Effect Andromeda came out. They need to earn that sort of the, the love and admiration back. And by delivering a kick-ass Dragon Age and a kick-ass Mass Effect game, it feels like the way to do that. Yeah, pretty well, easily. I mean, Bioware Austin's been the sole developer on an MMO for a decade, so I don't know. I don't know how much help they're actually going to be. Uh, I'm curious because uh, Speakeasy just asked when was the last time Old Republic got a major expansion. They just got a major expansion last year, the Sith one. So that game's still going and still uh, it's it's still uh, growing. 
I don't know how many subscribers they still have, but uh, it definitely seems like it flies under the radar. Like no one is kind of talking about it. Like I guess people are still playing it, but like it's just not really making headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people the, the people who are into it. I feel like the people who are into every MMO are like, no, 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 this one's different. This one's this one's great. <laughs> like you would love Final Fantasy Four. You would love ESO. You would love Lord of the Rings well, Online. Star Wars, the, the Old Republic is actually really good if you want to play to the single player every, game. Everyone says that about all of these games. Nah. Yes, every it, one of those series I just mentioned, people people what, say that. By, about. By, by, like, the Old Republic has good Star Wars stories in it. <laughs> they don't make those anymore. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't know. No such thing. They made Andor, and there's no more good Star Wars. And I guess Mark Point is angry that we're not interacting with the chat. We always interact with the chat. We're talking. Complaining about it doesn't help you get interactions. Is that the interaction you want, though? Because we'll give you that. We'll yeah, point you out. What you, have I told you, you about? <laughs> you always go to the negative. You triggered Nick. Nick. <laughs> you always go to the negative. It's, distract- it's distracting because we're, we're reading the chat. <laughs> you're, just, you're just mad that you were you were cleaning up all the pee. Also, we're clearly reading the chat because the, the audio was all broke and you fixed it. Yeah, I am mad about So we learned that the audio was broke from fact from chat and we fixed it. Incredible job. Working uh, the in, in regards to the passing of the KOTOR, um, that the company who they're giving it to, like they're not known for this sort of work, you said, right? Like they just kind of maintain like live service. They're like, maintaining for live service stuff. Maintaining MMOs. <laughs> so, oh, am I, am I mixing this up? It, this isn't like the, the remake of. No, no, no. This is the old Republic. Yeah. Yeah. This is the MMO. Gotcha. All right, then no, that's the, fine. the remake yeah. of Knights of the Republic doesn't exist. Anyway. It's never gonna they, exist. they never should have had that in the first place. What are you doing? Get rid of it. What? Bio, Go ahead and focus. Bioware developed this. Yes, Bioware Austin good, is an MMO good. studio. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bioware you needs guys to put all hands on deck <laughs> towards. Uh, honestly, they should, they probably shouldn't even be like the fact that they're doing both Mass Effect and Dragon Age feels like much to me. Especially since Mass Effect was the one of the last things that they botched so heavily. Like I feel like they soured it quite a bit. Kind of let that rest. Their core, put their all core hand team on deck is all on Dragon Age. Their core team is all on Dragon Age Dreadwolf. They have a small team pre in pre-production on Mass Effect. It's not. Yeah, I have a feeling Mass Effect is. They, they put them on Dragon Age. No, they had the studio that big. They gotta be. They gotta have their next project in the pipeline by the time they're done with this one. I mean, I, I guess so, but like I think I think Dragon Age is, and it seems like that's what they're they're leaning towards as well. Like Dragon Age is what they need to focus on. Because that that one is the only franchise that they have it like spoiled uh, a legacy with, uh, not counting like the newer ones like uh, you know Apex and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Do you think we'll see Dragon Age um, this week? Yeah, I do. Oh, I think that's a good chance. Yeah, I mean it was late middle of last year they were talking about it entering alpha. And then they've been teasing, you know, blog updates and stuff like that. So, and they're like in full production now. So, yeah, I think, I think it's time that we see that game. Amy is very excited. Also, like uh, EA, he, EA's lineup is pretty barren right now. Beyond, I mean, Jedi Survivor release, they have their sports games coming up. So now they got to get yeah, the second half the, of the quarter uh, one of next year. The Immortals of Avium. Yeah, that's and their that, last big game for this year. Yeah, aside from the sports. Yeah, because they've had a EA's had a crazy first half of the year. Like we'll be talking about them later on, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dead Space, Wild Hearts, Star Wars. Um, you know, three, yeah, they're, three they're, big games they're picking up the pace. Like they, they were in that 
position, like that Activision-like position where like they had nothing else other than like the mm-hmm. same couple of things over and over. But like they, they have been starting to claw their way back and like it, it's, a, it's a good look. I do hope that this showing of Dragon Age, if it does pop up, is like a spark for them and like they start to get some hype back and then can like maybe funnel some of that energy into some other projects and announcements down the road because I'm sure they're working on more stuff. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but the EA does not have their own, um, you know, they used in the past to kind of EA conferences, EA play um, doesn't seem unless they announce one for later on in the summer. Um, they don't have one. So um, if they would show up, they would probably show up either tomorrow at the Summer Game Fest kickoff or on Sunday at um, the Xbox showcase. Mm-hmm. I could see either one of those happening. Uh, and George Lucas is talking about Star Wars. Surprise, surprise. But it reminded <laughs> me. Did you see that? So, you know, Amy Hennig has that studio at like the Skydance studio mm-hmm. that is working on both the Captain America Black Panther game. Remember that mm-hmm. game got announced mm-hmm. with like a picture and nothing else? Yep. Yeah. Or, like, a tra- yeah. And then they're also working on a Star Wars game. Uh, they just hired the guy who was the creative director of Star Wars 1313, <laughs> um, which is just interesting. Wasn't she also writing on that game? No, she was doing the Star Wars. It was called Ragtag, which was the visceral, um, games. The visceral game. 1313 was like an internal LucasArts game. Right. It was sort of. Those like, are like the two. Those are the two yeah. canceled. <laughs> like, these could have been it. We could have had contenders in these games. Um, and they both got canceled. But um, yeah, it's interesting to me that the creative director of Star Wars 1313 is ostensibly back working on a star wars game i also saw i feel it would be cool i also saw on linkedin a couple updates from people that i follow um that just got hired at quantic dream to still work on star wars eclipse so i guess that game was still in in the works not canceled or shelved or anything yeah i think it's just now in the works (laughs) (laughs) i think they're like oh we should probably start making this game now (laughs) uh yeah i'm really curious i'm curious because i'm hopeful that I think the perfect combination is Disney's overtight grasp on David Cage's insanity. Because <laughs> I feel like maybe the two of those could go together like uh, like a, a fascist grip and uh, French insanity. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't more, made more sense in my mind. But it seems like Disney's, uh, Disney's like sort of uh, overbearing uh, attitude when it treats a lot of its IP could be a good thing. Like, in like this David, regard, David Cage. I mean, he's going to have to uh, work within like, the constraints of the Star Wars universe. So. Yeah, yes, like, maybe like, David Cage. Like, rules he needs to follow versus kind of this wanton abandon that he has. For yeah, him. and maybe Disney will be like, "No, David Cage, this can't all be this like veiled <laughs> metaphor for racism that you think is really uh, like really eloquent, but is actually very dumb and kind of problematic." <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see more about that. Uh, Lampy with a five pound dono. Thank you so much, Lampy. Uh, can we go around the room and get a Tears of the Kingdom update from everyone? I hear someone has news and Persona leaks. Uh, we'll address the Persona leaks really quickly. Um, heavy, heavy, heavy speculation. Domain name, like fucking scouring. Don't domain names being registered for uh, Persona 3 remake. So this would be a remake of Persona 3, not to be. Uh, confused with Persona 3 Portable, the remake that already existed and released last year on consoles. This would be like taking Persona 3 and making it play like Persona 5, mm. which would Does be cool. Does that previous remake have a domain or did they for like maybe forget to do that? No, I think like this is... Yeah, the previous remake did have a domain. Don't be fucking domain shaming me. Also, don't take this. <laughs> I'm out, just trying like, to try to just put things in perspective. Like, don't don't get your hopes up because I feel like Persona has a habit of disappointing the shit out of its fans. Uh, it does a week in and week out. And then the other thing is all of these copyrights and domain names for something called P5T, 
So we've gotten like P5D, which is like Persona 5 Dancing, P5R, which is uh, Persona 5 Royal, P5S, which is Persona 5 Strikers, Strikers, um, which was like the the Musou game. And so now everyone's like, what's this T game? People think maybe it's another. Ooh, tactics would be good. People think it might be like another art system works fighter, though, because they've done those Persona 4 fighters in the past. What's tournament? a fight word that starts thought, with, oh, I, tournament is good. I was going to say tussle. I thought Persona, yeah, Persona 5 already got that with Strikers, right? Uh, well, that was a Muso. That wasn't like, because, uh, so the, that was like a Dynasty Warriors game, mm-hmm. whereas uh, there are four, there are two separate Persona 4 fighting games that play like, kind of like Guilty Gear. It's like 2D, like mm-hmm. really gorgeous 2D hand-drawn fighters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we don't know. We'll probably see more. Hopefully see more either tomorrow at the, at the Keeley's or um, Sunday at Xbox or never. And I'll just be extremely sad for the rest of the summer. So <laughs> easy peasy. Um, in terms of uh, Tears of the Kingdom updates, Lampy, uh, I've completed it. Ooh. I finished it. Congrats! It was, a, it was a very, it was a very nice ending. It was just under the hundred hour mark. Um, I really, I really liked the final, the final, the conclusion, the final battle. Final battle's great. The uh, the the final cutscenes are very cool. And I went back and reloaded my save and started playing more and like finding more stuff in the world that I missed. So it's nice. That game's just gonna be there in the background for me whenever Sweet. I want to hang out in that world. <laughs> Cause like the like the first one, it it just keeps your save before you like enter like the castle, right? Yeah, but it like acknowledges that you beat it because now my auto save has a star next to it, and so it means I've Ooh. I've beaten the game. Um, but I'm just like right before sort of going into the final chasm. Um, nice. so yeah. Um, have you have you played any more, Casey? Uh, sadly, I have not. I haven't even gotten a chance to play more Street Fighter Six since the last uh. Dream. Well, no, that's not true. I played against my son, who I I, I explained all the controls to him. I was like, hey, you can choose like classic because he's played Street Fighter Two before. Like it's mm-hmm. like Street Fighter Two. Modern is like this new kind of smash like one, and then there's one that does all the work for you. And I assumed he would go to that one because my son is a is a, a lazy child who who likes everything handed to him. But he chose modern, and we 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 did like five six matches, and he beat me legitimately in the last match. Like he was kind of button mashing, but it worked. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> so I think he he's got some confidence in uh, the modern uh, controls down now. What if you were just they Mr. Miyagi now, I, like I've been hearing a lot of talk about how like there's kind of this divide in the Street Fighter community right now with like modern folks being kind of looked down on as like oh they're sure. like babies they're not playing the game the right way or whatever but the folks who are getting the hang of it uh, are like no this is like really good for me like I can I feel like I can actually play this game now yeah and like i I think that's really freaking cool like i i'm still doing classic because my brain wants to do some of those older inputs that i remember uh but i don't know at some point i may try and move over and like and maybe go go the modern route i don't know it's cool though i really like it lots of new blood in in the streets yeah Yeah, uh, you gotta get you gotta get people into the game for them to even want to bother to learn it you know Mm. If they enjoy the game and then and then move off the modern to whatever control scheme that they need to play with, yeah, I don't think they need to. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what the debate is. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem well, like I mean, they the, the fighting actually have to graduate. Yeah. It's like modern. I think can get you there. The the online community for fighting games is always hardcore about it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like to Casey's point, though, it is getting much more. Um, I mean, you're seeing the numbers. Like, it's far and away the biggest, the most concurrence on any fighting game on Steam. Which, I mean, Steam is it's funny to think about fighting games on steam but now it's just it's everywhere like people are playing on xbox on playstation on steam it's uh um yeah i haven't i haven't seen 
like universal praise for a fighting game like this especially a non-niche one you know in a while like guilty gear strive like everyone who was into it loved it but it was kind of like for the sweaties yeah it was um, for the guilty gear players <laughs> yeah whereas this is like um it's just really funny because this year like it seemed i'm assuming mortal kombat one's gonna be probably cool and we're gonna get that again so this is like a big year for like casuals getting really into fighting games especially if tekken 8's cool too um yeah good uh good good year for fighting games um and the last thing before we move on to, to speaking about more more of the games from this year uh i i mentioned at the top but so uh the the next studio ghibli movie um and supposedly the last movie by ayo miyazaki but he said that several times before and so he's just a liar <laughs> he's a liar who can't stop working uh it is releasing in japan uh in about a month on july 14th uh it's called how do you live it is based on a uh an old japanese novel about sort of like a coming of age story about a kid who lives with his uncle um but the movie is is coming out July 14th. They've released the poster, which seems like it shows some sort of a Birdman. Like, when I click this link and look at the poster, I'm not 100% sure what I'm looking at. It looks like a Birdman of some sorts. Um, but that is all they are releasing of the movie before it releases. They are not showing any images. They are not showing any any scenes, any trailers, any teasers. Nothing. Like, this is literally, like, the movie is marketing on this is the next movie by the probably the most renowned animation studio that isn't walt disney um by a a uh, you know an artist and this might be his last movie and they're marketing it purely on that which seems like very few things could actually do but in japan it seems like a, a ghibli movie probably can do that it this seems like the closest uh a movie could do could get to a shadow drop mm-hmm Cause like that, that has been a popular a theatrical tactic. one. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, you can't, you, I guess you can't say nothing. It's like, hell, it's in theaters today because folks would be like, oh shit, I got to work. <laughs> or like, I can't people, just go watch this movie. Or people at the movie theater would be like, wow, we got this like print of the movie, of the new Christopher Mullen movie. We didn't know that existed. Hmm. Um, yeah. And so, uh, it's, it's interesting because, uh, the only movie that this, uh, reminded me of was you guys remember during the Super Bowl a few years ago Netflix shadow dropped the third Cloverfield movie oh, right. and the reason they did yeah. that was because it was very bad yeah and <laughs> it wasn't a Cloverfield movie it was a completely different sci-fi movie that they were like we can Cloverfield this by adding a scene or two here and then putting the name Cloverfield at the start of it wow. um and it was so cool when there I was like there's a trailer and they're like it's out after the Super Bowl I'm like hell yeah I watched it. I was like, this is bad. <laughs> Why did you do that? Whoever Marketing, came though. up with that is a genius, though. I hope yeah. that guy yeah, like, moved yeah. on to greater things. <laughs> uh, Nick, not the that is not the uh, John Goodman one. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane was fucking awesome with John Goodman and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That movie's great. Uh, this was the Cloverfield Paradox, which was very bad. Um, so do not um, do not recommend. You know, like you said, Gidley's doing was Tommy Wiseau uh, thinks he could do. I mean, Tommy Wiseau can do it. <laughs> But um, yeah, this is the this also reminds me of like Hi-Fi Rush, which kind of just we didn't know existed and then suddenly was born into existence and then and then just released. So um, I just think that's neat in the when we talk about games and movies, we kind of talk about how being like oversaturated with um, marketing mm -hmm. sometimes. Like by the time a game comes out, we talked about something like Redfall where we were like forespoken both both games this year that we were like we've seen a lot of these games at a lot of different shows over the years and we're kind of tired of them already and they're not mm -hmm. even out yet um and so it's interesting to just take the exact you know opposite route 
you know my you know my favorite thing about trailers are right now for movies what's that the trailer before the trailer within the trailer why is the five, that a the thing? little five seconds i'm here it's to like watch five the second. fucking trailer <laughs> it's like the tiktok version of the trailer and then the trailer starts i'm it's, like i'm in the theater it's because you're mid scroll <laughs> like if you're mid scroll you see the cool action scene and that makes you stop then it says oh now that you're here you can actually watch the trailer from the beginning i i, I, I get it, it. I okay it. i feel like it's i, I feel like it, it's it, effective it, all it does is remind me of how short our attention spans are and it makes I mean, me that, feel I mean, dumb but it's but it solves that problem <laughs> it's i think that's i'm actually fine with them not in movie theaters <laughs> oh they do that yeah they the do it in the movie theater. yes. <laughs> and i'm okay. like i'm i've already paid that's for just, my ticket what are lazy. we doing that's just <laughs> that's them like, taking the social media cut and just throwing it yeah. on the, the it's projector also, my movie theater well all movie theaters do this they advertise the movie theater before the movie yeah i'm like i'm already like, here we're here we're at the movie theater like don't advertise to us advertise to the people who aren't at the movie <laughs> yeah. theater yeah i don't, I don't have, do you see like amc or real commercials on tv no right no, no. there's only That's that weird that fucking nicole kidman commercial when you go to see a movie and i'm like she shouldn't be here she should be on the tv <laughs> the also, people at home need to realize really that they also, there's something uh, magical about going to the movie they also put the advertisement for the snacks right before the movie starts like well now i can't leave and go get a snack you should have done this me. beforehand yeah, you should have yeah. done this when i walked in now i can't you go get it free snacks they yeah. need a movie screen in front of the movie theater they need like to put just, the trailers out on the as door you're driving by like <laughs> yeah. it's just a movie theaters should just be uh apple apple visions <laughs> so we could have several screens advertise show us all the trailers at once and it would be fine oh god would uh, you go to a theater where every seat was just strapped to a a, a vr headset a to like you collectively watch the movie in a room full of people who couldn't see directly to their left or right pretty sure that was wally that was either wally or ready player one those were and those were dystopias and i don't want to be there um holy moly yeah um very sad very depressing um, you know, it has been depressing though. This year in games, these games, these games. Um, so we're we're talking about how. So I've been obviously playing a ton of Tears of the Kingdom. Casey reviewed uh, Street Fighter. Nick, you've been you've been in the you've been in mining in hell. I have in Diablo. Is that does that game take, still take place in hell? Or did they go somewhere else? Uh, it's in a world called Sanctuary, and Hell's coming to take over Sanctuary. Oh yeah, I read a tweet that Sanctuary is an planet. entire planet. Did not know that. So, planet as in like it's not like a plane <laughs> it's a planet. like so it's like i think it was like to debunk fat flat earthers <laughs> so like if you if you just kept heading west uh you'd eventually end back end up back home on the sanctuary wait like literally you could like keep doing that in, oh you know, just, i don't know in the game no, no, no. I think oh. it's just the lore of sanctuary gotcha. is that it's a world not a space is, so hold on is, is sanctuary a new location in the diablo universe or no. is this like a continuation of I think it's, a continuation. So it's always been set on sanctuary yeah, where they, this place i think is? they all take place there for the most part okay i thought it took place on earth i had no idea <laughs> sanctuary i earth. thought it took place i just thought it took place in hell <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute yeah because the first game had a bunch of cows going on there sanctuary's got regular ass cows they brought them there from earth is this just sci-fi is this secretly future. like in the future maybe <laughs> Is this how, like how Star Wars is way in the past? Um, but anyways, those those three games and then Final Fantasy 16 on the horizon uh, just joined like that uh, a list of what I feel has been like a fucking kick ass start to the year for for games um, and and kind of stuff in in every column like the uh, we've had some some 
top tier remasters and remakes with Dead Space and Resident Evil 4 and Metroid Prime. Um, we've had sort of surprise games like Hi-Fi Rush and Dredge and Pizza Tower. Uh, Jedi Survivor was a sequel that seemed to fix all of the small problems people had with the original. And it was just a really great game mm-hmm. that I think more people would be talking about were it not for the big three games I just mentioned kind of taking the air out of the room. Uh, and then a bunch of smaller things that like like Wild Hearts that seems like it was the biggest kind of um, uh, Monster Hunter, uh, not clone, but sort of the Still biggest competition Monster Hunter's had in a while. <laughs> yeah, Wolong, like, uh, Fiat Rhythm, Season, Lone Fungus, just stuff that's like really stuck out to me. And so when people like I see some people being like, Ugh, nothing good, nothing to play. And I'm like, what is going on with you guys? Because don't play enough games. <laughs> If you don't, yeah. If, if one of those games doesn't sound interesting to you, then something something might be might be mistaken. So, uh, have you, do you guys think it's been a good year so far? Yeah, like I, you know, um, can't forget like Hogwarts Legacy came out this year and people really like. I did forget. I literally forgot. I, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, about a, that. yeah, pretty easy to forget that game. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like even the the early access scene has hit hit after hit after hit lately too. Because Sons of the Forest launched this year. Yeah. Uh, the new uh, Starship Troopers extermination game is doing really good in early access, and people really like it. We were on the bu- we were on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. The Outlast Trials is out in early access, and it's really good. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. In fact, people really like this new Amnesia game. Uh, well, that's not early access, but yeah, people really yeah, like but the it's new a spookster. Game. Yep, it's a spookster. Uh, spook 'em up. So Ooh, yeah. they just start calling horror games spook 'em up. Sorry. <laughs> just uh, yeah. Overall, like a lot of lot of quality games this year, and uh, I think like the. The one thing that's obviously oops uh, has uh, soured a lot of it is the crappy PC ports for a lot of them. Can't forget about those. Yeah. Uh, a lot of tech yep. issues, but like games themselves have been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The PC ports is is a bummer. Um, wait, where? Yeah, I, I, Casey, you're gonna say like there are some notable games that. Yeah, there's some some big games came out that folks were like, "What?" Well, I mean, but yeah, but nobody. I don't think anybody was really hyped for Forspoken or Redfall, anyways. Like the games that people have been like really interested in and wanted to play have pretty much all landed this year, for the most part. There hasn't been like a big high profile stinker that people were overly hyped for, like Diablo or anything. Uh, yeah, Listing if you protocol was that this year? That was, that was December. We'll, we'll oh, give that. Okay. We'll get that. We'll get that right at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because even like you know, we we've kind of talked about how it seems like every month people have been like worst game ever, and it went from Forspoken to Atomic Heart to to Redfall to Gollum now. But like Gollum, no one was really looking forward to. Like <laughs> no one, no one really had any faith that this game was going to be good. Redfall, like you started to see the writing on the wall for a while now um the reveal trailer the, Hart, review, the reveal trailer went down bad for that game yeah 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 i think um, that was its best showing that reveal trailer and then everyone <laughs> after that was was like also just yeah yeah well over the um, two years since that reveal trailer they lost the entire team so yeah <laughs> god that's insane 70 percent turnover that is out of control you you, um, you, might, you might think they're like maybe there's a problem with this game that people don't work on it no, it isn't but, us. Nope, not Zenimax. <laughs> They're like, yep, no. still good. All the good here. It's the internet's fault. It can't possibly be our <laughs> fault. Um, yeah, and then Forspoken, uh, which is interesting because I have a feeling that team is getting completely dissolved and just sprinkled into like, all right, you're working on Final Fantasy now. Like, you know, mm. you're working on Final Fantasy VII Remake too because that game's going to sell. <laughs> I mean, because that, that's where, they, that's where they started, right? Like yeah, like an offshoot of that team or something. Yeah, like, and they were like, this is Luminous shot. Productions, we will do our own thing. Like, Get your ass back in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is which is kind of a bummer. So I don't. Yeah, I don't think a handful of duds like 
sour was it rotten apple sours the batch that's a saying right i didn't make that up no i think that that is a saying and yeah. also i think that's true <laughs> but not in this case <laughs> oh like i, like like I think that this... saying is true but in this case i agree with you yeah, yeah i don't think those couple of like bad releases uh kind yeah. of sour the the quality of a lot of the other games like big and small that have been coming out mm-hmm. this year like mm-hmm. th- this year has been like phenomenal yeah one thing it has as much as oh, dredge forgot, is probably my closest uh, um Wolong and octopath uh, traveler two releases year already too <laughs> yeah octopath yeah i mentioned i mentioned well but i forgot about octopath I his favorite I game wanted dead we even got some cold classics wanted dead rock case city <laughs> you were gonna I say something like, like, that. I, like, like okay. I don't like them being in the same category <laughs> <laughs> they came out around the same time I think. the system shock remake was very very well received that game looks like it's for nerds. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's a lot of people in in Elise's review that are old, being like, "You're just young and don't understand this game." Like, and why did, yes, and I why didn't did, get to choose when I was born. Yeah. I am this age. <laughs> why did Why did you not compare it to the original? It's like, well, that's the point of a remake to bring in a whole new audience along with yeah, you, yeah, old balls. Dead Island uh, Two, Mr. Trickerton brings up. Yep, that was also I very well. Refuse to believe that was this year. <laughs> <laughs> people, people, I refuse. Holy the, uh, smokes! The online conversation about the Island Two has been very, very positive. Uh, from pretty much every Reddit thread I've seen on it, has been overwhelmingly like, "I had fun with this game, and it's all it needed to be, and that was it." Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, good for you know, good for the Dead Island, good for the Zombos. Um, yeah, and then we have like it's it's uh, summer is slowing down a bit, but also. Like we're still getting a, a decent like swath of games coming out with you know Final Fantasy 16 is coming out later on in the month. Um, Oxen Free is next month. Exo Primal is next month. Pikmin Four is next month. Uh, August has Sea of Stars and Baldur's Gate and Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, and I'm sure more things are probably going to get dated this week um, at Summer Game Fest. And mm-hmm. then we're going to start seeing what fall looks like because we know you know there's some. Uh, kind of semblance of oh this is going to be this is where starfield is and then this is where assassin's creed is going to be and this is where spider-man's going to be and so stuff's like really fleshing out um so yeah i don't it, it just to me the more the more i look at this year the more i feel like it might not be the best ever but i i made i made a list of years that i think were the top five and i feel like it has a chance to enter this top five yeah if if, uh, um, if final fantasy hits if starfield hits if armored core hits if spider-man yeah. hits, like yeah <laughs> like there's a lot of there's a lot of chances for even more more hits and yeah pikmin 4 too if that's a hit like yeah i i, I would absolutely put this up if it if this year like completes without like a really big disaster like cyberpunk level like I think we're okay this year. So if Star, yeah, if Star, I guess if when, Starfield is the next Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, I might cry, but I also don't trust. I, I trust if, Bethesda more than CD Projekt Run on the gameplay front. Like I, I hate for even putting this out into the world, but the best chance for a Cyberpunk level disaster would be Armored Core six. No, no. If I mean, no. released that game and it was like in a, a shit state, no, that would be their fall from grace. Yeah. That well, yeah, I guess that's possible because but... it is going to happen eventually because every one of these untouchable developers has gotten touched. Like CD Projects got touched. Bioware's got like, like I feel like from software got touched 
<laughs> a bunch before. Yeah, okay. Well, first of all, I regret, I regret bringing up the got touch thing. So <laughs> we should probably use Dude, another phrase. They, that they, was on they me. They released a lot of stinkers before Dark Souls. So let's not forget so they got where they the, came the, from. The Renaissance started with Demon Souls slash Dark Souls. So yeah, like, yeah. they have not like had any sort of like clash with that identity since. So like, I don't know. Like the, the cynic Sekiro, says Sekiro at some point, they'll get it. Sekiro wasn't though. Sekiro I know Sekiro could have been though. Game. It was a completely different gameplay feel to that. I don't know. I, what if, yeah. What if they I, don't know. What if they get like really armored cores before that stuff and like they haven't set the world on fire? So like I don't know. This could be something that disappoints a ton of people. Like Elden Ring, like, like Elden Ring introduced from software to way more people who kind of knew about them but weren't really actually playing their yeah. games. Like if they go into this new thing, like, oh, is it anything like that last thing I played and liked? And it's like, no, this is just hardcore mecha action. They could be like, well, that's that's it? different than releasing a technical and <laughs> complete mess of a game. Can you guys hear me? I don't yeah. hear Nick anymore. Oh, yeah, I could hear you. Yeah, he was talking to you. Can you not hear us? I can hear you. I didn't hear Nick just now. Can you hear me now? Yeah, now I can hear Nick. T-Mobile. That was that was very strange. <laughs> well, I'll just never talk at the same time as Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was on me. Um, Bear Bomb with the final I don't know. Thank you so much. Said, is, uh, is it because Forspoken came out first that it gets lumped in with the other big flops of the year? I feel like it's just kind of fine compared with Redfall. So do I. Like, the thing is, I think... I, I feel like these those those later games sort of showed that, like, Forspoken wasn't incredible, but was just... F- totally fine yeah um, well, it also wasn't like yeah i guess it's not fair to lump in there because it wasn't like a technical mess at launch either no no it was extremely playable um just just to know what they were going yeah yeah just wasn't incredibly fun um and then uh lampy with a five pound don't thank you so much uh how about each of you call what will be game of the year now and we'll see how it plays out i mean i feel like this is pretty easy i feel like like i'd be floored if it wasn't zelda it's it's hard to to, is, I feel like it's going to be hard to beat Zelda's footprint within the year. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like Diablo Four is going to be right up there with it. That, that's that's the other thing. Like as good as a lot of these releases have been, most of like the biggest and best ones are like still kind of derivative. Like they're they're sequels to things that we've played and had before. Like that is, is really that came point. out this year. That's like kind of its own thing. Like the first thing that comes to my mind is Humanity. Like, I feel like that's like a really yeah. great game that was super unique and kind of doing its own thing. Man, I didn't have humanity like, on my list. Hmm. That game's great. Yeah, that game, yeah, the game is really it's great. And it's great. like, it's weird own thing. Yeah. Like, everything was, else is like, like even like the Resident Evil and Dead Space, like those were games that we literally already had. Yeah. Is it a bummer that we're t- <laughs> when we're talking about all the big games, it is the fourth Diablo, the sixth Street Fighter, the 16th Final Fantasy, <laughs> the fucking... 10th open world Bethesda game, the 30th Zelda game, I mean, like yeah. a remake of the fourth Resident Evil game. Like, is that a, is that a bummer? I don't, I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call it a bummer, but like, I feel like it does degrade like the idea of oh, it, best year in video games just a little bit. Like in comparison to some of these other years that you listed, I had a bunch of stuff that was like either brand new or at least a new take on an old thing. Like Breath of the Wild, I kind of got to hold that in a high regard to Tears of the Kingdom in terms of like the year it released just because it was new then. Like this yeah. one is more of a a sequel. I don't, yeah. I don't I don't know. I feel like a lot of these franchises kind of like had a rough go of it and are coming back in their complete form. You know, Diablo 3 had a rough go of it and Diablo yeah, 4 Street Fighter. Kind of, Street yeah, Fighter. Street Fighter 5 definitely had a rough go of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think the the one game that we'll definitely be talking about at the end of the year, um, just based off of Divinity Original Sin and everything I've seen for for it, is uh, Baldur's Gate three. And like mm-hmm. that looks to me like everything I've seen from that, and they're revealing a bunch of new stuff uh, this week. Like that looks like a true, true, true next gen CRPG. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for that thing. Like I think it's gonna be right up there with the the rest of them as far as like game of the year contender stuff. I don't know. Yeah, if, I, I don't think it'll have the mass appeal. Feels, I don't think it'll have the mass yeah. appeal at the summer. You know, Keeley's to beat any Zelda or whatever, but. I think, like, as far as, like, quality, like, that game is going to be way up there. It'd be cool. I mean, it'd be cool to see all of these games that have been gestating for a long time that we've been talking about for years and years come out and actually be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, to uh, to Casey's earlier point, it is interesting that... So I, I put down some games from some years, and in um, uh, a lot of people point to 1998. It's the best year of all time. And a lot of it is because it sort of laid the groundwork for a lot of the things we're seeing now. Uh, that yeah. was Oc- Ocarina of Time, Metal Gear Solid, Half-Life, Grim Fandango, Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Parasite Eve, Xenogears, Final Fantasy Tactics, Fallout 2, Thief, Starcraft, Rainbow Six, Resident Evil 2, uh, Mega Man Legends, Pokemon in the US. Like, it's hard to 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 sort of argue against that um, yeah, list. That, that list is literally like this, like all those franchises, almost all those franchises ex- have existed and persisted to today and are yeah still of high quality yeah we also we've been playing a lot of 98 games with with metal gear and with with half-life it's, it's almost as if our audience demands a certain <laughs> level of uh quality <laughs> just the perfect yeah. level of old tens and tens <laughs> um yeah, a few of the other ones. 2001, uh, to me, that that was uh, the Xbox and the GameCube both came out that that November. And so we got Halo and we got Smash Melee, which was really cool. But it was just a fucking incredible year for the PS2. Um, we got Metal Gear Solid 2, GTA 3, Silent Hill 2, Tony Hawk 3, Eco, Final Fantasy X, Jack and Daxter, Devil May Cry. Um, so that one always sticks out to me as like, that might be like the best single year for a console. Like the PS2 that year was like just out of control good. And then we yeah. got... You know the launches of consoles with like generation defining games in smash and uh and halo um 2007 is the other one that i think if if not 98 most people would point to 2007 as as the best year um they had bioshock modern warfare rock band halo 3 uh uncharted portal plus the orange box uh assassin's creed mass effect mario galaxy god of war 2 witcher crisis so that was another one of those um franchise starting years between uh, Bioshock, sort of what we think of as modern warfare, um, Uncharted, uh, Portal, you know, Assassin's Creed, Mass Effect. Like, it's crazy that these franchises started that year. Like, Witcher. Oh. Yeah. Well, I see. Yeah, honestly, like, that, that's where I'm kind of like this year. I don't like, I think you guys are aware, like, there's not like a lot of original stuff coming. It's a lot of sequels and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think within the next three years, with all of these new studios popping up in the AAA scene, like we are going to get that franchise, like all these new franchises coming out, like we did. Yeah, and I think we're I think we're within five years of another 2007 year, like of all these like cool new franchises starting up from new studios. Yeah, yeah, we don't really have like what is the next big new IP on the horizon, like Avowed, maybe and even Avowed if if they show it off. That's kind of flying under the radar. That one. Yeah. Oh, I haven't um, seen anything about it, so I'd hope so. Yeah, it's not an overhyped thing that we haven't don't know anything about. Yeah, I, 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 just, I don't really feel like it's overhyped. I feel like people. I know. I said it's not. I said it. it's not overhyped. That's good. Oh. Like it, <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, I mean, it's set in the Pillars of Eternity world. There's a huge fan base for those games, so. Oh, so it's not really a new IP then. Um, yeah, I mean, technically Ish. not. It, it, yeah. Not very. All that Final Fantasy, does it take place on Sanctuary? All those games take place <laughs> yeah. on Sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, like stuff like uh, that TTK game studio that just got announced from like all most of the former Battlefield leads working on their next-gen FPS has me excited, like, if anybody's going to make the next big FPS, it's those guys. You know, that, that, yeah. that that's like Jason West and uh, what, what you might call it going off and forming Respawn. Like, that's what that studio yeah. is to DICE mm-hmm. to yeah. what Infinity Ward did for Respawn. Oh, my God. Will they make yeah. the Titanfall, too? The world they make Titanfall. Titanfall. <laughs> I think they're going to make the next big battlefield. <laughs> battlefield. No, I want Titanfall. <laughs> I want the Robos. Um, yeah, uh, and then... Oh, I just want to point out, uh, like your the list you made started at 1998, but it, it occurred to me, like most of the franchises that people know and love, especially the Nintendo ones, all started in like 1987. Yeah, there was like the I think that but there that might have been like Mario 2, Zelda, Metroid, might have even been like Castlevania, yeah, Mega like Man. Like there was like yeah, like, yeah. I think all of those for like several different publishers all was like 1987 hit me with your best shot and it's it's, like, yeah this is our identity forever now yeah how wild is that to be like oh, yeah there's the vampire man or a little robot boy and they become like the mascots of your company like same thing does anyone did did, did they fucking realize what they were doing when they created sonic the hedgehog would they have created would they have like would they have drowned him if they knew? <laughs> they're looking to the future and see the online fan base on it <laughs> i'm bummed we don't have a sonic game this year i mean we got like some sonic sonic mania we just had one something yeah i know I thought sonic frontiers it. was getting dlc or something wasn't it? i fucking just make a second one make sonic frontiers yeah. too make it yearly <laughs> make it a live service game sonic yeah. back tears uh I also had uh, 2017 on here, and uh, part of it is because that's when Breath of the Wild and Switch came out, and so I'm impartial. Um, but that was also uh, Persona 5, Near Automata, Hollow Knight, Resi 7, Destiny 2, Mario Odyssey, Edith Finch, Pyre, Cuphead, uh, Wolfenstein 2, Hellblade, uh, Shadow War, Mario Rabbids. Um, so that was a banger. And then I thought 2020, for being, uh, for, for as much as it fucking sucked to go into the pandemic, it was there was a lot of just like really great games that came out. Right at the start of the pandemic, um, with uh, Animal Crossing and and Doom and The Last of Us Part Two and Spirit Fair, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Hades, Final Fantasy VII remake, new consoles launched, so that was a pretty good one too. Yeah, I'm just I'm, um, just, I'm just glad like the last at least on consoles. Yes, I know I know I'm a PC gamer too. Uh, at least on consoles, the last few big releases have been nice and polished. Like Jedi Survivor yeah. was very smooth for me. Diablo yeah. is incredibly smooth. I think Diablo is honestly the most polished AAA game I've played <laughs> in a while. Like I have. Not. Does that play good on console? Are you playing on console? I am playing it on both PC and console, and it is. Does it play oh, with the like controller? Cross, yeah, uh, plays, yeah. Like it was, cross save or whatever. Yeah, it's got cross save and cross progression. Um, so oh, that's nice. Yeah. Neat. Do you have to buy it twice? Yes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can also play it on my Steam Deck. Then I don't have to buy it the third time for that. So I pretty much play it anywhere I want, and it is uh, the game that I will be probably playing the most this year at this point. So you haven't played Zelda yet? I, the, I told you, the winner. Yeah, I don't have an update for that. But I, I guess to get back to Lampy's question, so you guys are going with Tears of the Kingdom for Game of the Year? Yes. I, mean, I, I feel I, like it's kind of it's going to be everyone's pick. I couldn't tell you what my pick was because I haven't even like finished that game yet. So I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm going to be the dark horse <laughs> of Baldur's Gate 3. Wow. I guess yeah. So the more fun would be 
Casey and I pick what what do you think is going to be the biggest contender of games that aren't out yet? So Nick would say Baldur's Gate. Like Casey, what do you think? Out. Yeah. What do you think would have the best chance or will be a part of the conversation the most? Uh, I want to say Armored Core 6 because I I, like from like I watched that trailer. I watched breakdowns of that trailer. I'm very excited for it, even though like I've been like I played the last Armored Core and didn't like it at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I feel like I feel like there's something there, like in just the way that moves around and what people are extrapolating from the trailer. Like, I feel like this is going to feel like more like Dark Souls, Elden Ring level stuff with the Armored Core stuff mixed into it. And that that might be like a right up my alley in, a, in like a, a very particular way. So I'm actually yeah. a little like I'm trying to hold it in, but I'm a little excited for Armored Core 6. I think that might be actually really, really good. I like how you also, you, it is simultaneously the game that could be the biggest disappointment, but also the game <laughs> you're most excited for. That's the thing. That's that's partially why I don't want to be like, oh, let me get real hype for this. Because like, if it comes out and they like really botch shit, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> you're going to feel like a doof. Um, I think I think Spider-Man. I know Spider-Man got kind of a lukewarm reception, it felt like. Um, but I think that game's going to come out and people are going to remember like, oh yeah, Insomniac makes games that are so fucking fun to play. Yeah, they, it's just it's more Spider-Man. That's how I feel about that. And like that's not a bad thing. But like you seen I, across the universe though, you know what people fucking love right now? Is, <laughs> is that Spider-Man boy, especially Miles no, you're, Morales. You're right. But that, that but that's exactly how I felt after watching the first movie and I jumped into uh the first Spider-Man game. It was like this game is fun. It it, it does not do what the movie did for me. Sure. <laughs> you're like I wish you were visually as daring yeah, as like, the movie I, is. Like that movie is like touching my spirit and like this game is just a, a video game <laughs> my uh, yeah my second thing is if the uh elden ring dlc comes out this year they'll just call dlc the game of the year and be done with it <laughs> the deal I, I, I don't think can't that's imagine <laughs> that and can't imagine that and armored core come out this year yeah probably not it sounds like that dlc is pretty massive so yeah and especially they're both namco and i just feel like namco would want to Get as much money as have possible. Those in different, four. Yeah, have those in different <laughs> quarters. Um, so yeah. Well, they will be in yeah, different feed- quarters. Armored Core is in quarter three. No, yeah, that's August. Too soon. <laughs> no, too soon. Uh, they they yeah, did get a like- date, though, right? No. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, that's I thought a- they did. Armored Core has a release date. No, it doesn't. Uh, I'm gonna snopes you on this. <laughs> no, things are August twenty fifth. Did it? Yeah, apparently August 25th. Yeah, Snopes, bitch. <laughs> God damn, Nick. <laughs> That's for earlier. You realize how me. humble correct win with grace. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Nick, you're wrong a lot. That's the thing. No. You're wrong never, a lot. Never. There's no proof of this. There's so much. There's so much video proof. <laughs> we need someone to be a, a historian for the show, an ombudsman Denmark for how already. much people have been wrong uh, on the show. Because it has to be Casey's been wrong the least. Because uh, Casey knows how to just fucking not say dumb bullshit <laughs> yeah. if he doesn't know what he's talking about. And I think I think I'm far and away second place. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt. Um, pressing X is not doing anything. Pressing X is not doing anything. Uh, so yeah, that'll be. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, El- it feels like Elden. A good time to release the Elden Ring DLC would be uh, almost at like the two year anniversary. Yeah. Um. Exactly. So, so sometime Q one. Um. But yeah, that's. I don't know. There's just there's just a lot of cool there's shit. Of I'm stuff. just I'm really excited <laughs> yeah. to play all this shit. I'm really excited to see more of the stuff. Um. You know, tomorrow and all through the weekend during all of our streams and everything. 
Um, Damn you, men devil. How do you remember that? That was so long ago. Fuck off. <laughs> what? You, you pronounced something wrong? I don't think you've ever pronounced anything wrong. I've never heard that before. Uh, you guys want to talk about what we've been playing and what we've been watching? What we've been, whose hand we've been holding? Genki Shanks, you keep deleting messages. I feel like you, these are secrets. What's going on here, Genki Shanks? <laughs> what are all these secrets? <laughs> Every time I look up, there's uh, more deleted messages. Yeah, odd. Uh, Nick, you want to talk more about Diablo? What's what? What is it about Diablo that's that's hooking you? Uh, I don't know. What level are you? I, are you I am thirty six. Uh, so yeah, I've been putting some hours in that thing. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like really wasn't a huge fan of the ARPG genre until maybe two years ago. I, I like Wilson Lords of Mayhem came out in early access, and I had been following that for a while uh, because I had watched a Kickstarter for it and covered it and everything, and it was like. When it was back, when it was revealed originally, like that game looked like, I mean, it was a next gen ARPG at the time because it was built on CryEngine and it looked better than any ARPG that had come out before it, like by a long shot. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I actually got to play it, I uh, really liked the combat and like kind of the ARPG genre kind of clicked for me and I kind of understood the, the loop of it by that point of like, you know, just keep upgrading your gear and all that and as somebody that doesn't like grinding in games uh that game just did it for me because the environments are really cool the enemies were fun the combat felt good even on keyboard and mouse uh because you know playing arpgs can kind of get your brain to turn off for a little bit because there's not like a lot of feedback when you hit things but that was the first arpg that like felt like i was actually hitting something and i was like okay i get it i like it uh, then I went and played a bunch of Path of Exile. And then I went and played a bunch of Lost Ark. And then, yeah, I've been like, I've been hyped for Diablo 4 for since its announcement. Because I was like, you know what? I went back and played Diablo 3. Had a good time with that with friends. Still didn't love it compared to like Wilson and all that. And then uh, tried the Diablo 2 remaster. And then I was getting, I was getting shit in chat yesterday because I said it hasn't aged well. Uh, but when you played like the modern ones with like ragdoll physics and all that stuff, and you go back and play Diablo 2 remastered, like, the core yeah, game sure is good. It just doesn't feel as good to play. I'm sure there's a ton of people with rose tinted glasses for Diablo 2. Like, yeah. it, like, it's just a thing that they know and like it'll never be bad to them because they've played it since it came out. <laughs> yeah. So no, Diablo 4 is like hit just hit that part of my brain where like I want to get sucked into a game and just not put it down for hours at a time. Uh and it's really done that for me. Like the world is really cool, fun to explore. The dungeons are fun, the combat's fun, the the loot like for a game that actually has loot it has cool loot to find which like how many of these looter shooters have we gotten <coughs> anthem that uh could have cool weapons and just look like dog shit so uh it's yeah it's it's basically hitting all the right notes from here like cool world to explore fun combat uh they did the the co-op balancing perfectly because like when i go back to play destiny with my friends that are like really good at destiny it's really hard to like want to play with them because there's such a higher light level and everything and everything doesn't feel scaled right um mm-hmm. and so diablo fixes that and like scales so i was playing at like level 28 with my friend that just started at level eight and he was able to keep right up with me and go and like we were able to just complete a bunch of stuff get him leveled up have fun um, yeah i was gonna yeah. ask so multiplayer experience is nice and yeah like fluid oh yeah pop on pop off do some stuff with the pal then fuck around by yourself yep yep is it cross platform multiplayer yes Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So yeah, I like it's it's super polished. It's it's super fun. Like stories, you know, not that important, but it's it's okay. Like I'm at least interested in. It. Like Lilith is a really compelling villain. Is uh, that a lady who's on our who's on our thumbnail? Yeah. I said Link Computer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you know, in general, it's just like 
it's nice to have like a really polished good release from blizzard yeah because i feel like it's been a while you know like overwatch 2 is just kind of been sitting there but not not keeping people excited so like this is one of those games that you know as much as i rag on live service games like if they actually add like cool new areas to explore and keep the loot coming and new enemies and new bosses like i'm there I'll be playing this. For well, a yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing inherently wrong with the idea of live service or the idea of something like loot. Yeah, it's just ninety percent of games or that do it do it poorly. <laughs> do it poorly. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what is it about the loot um, specifically? Because you've you've been sort of uh, taking a, a vehement stand against gear scores and loot and and everything and you know. Well, I mean, even in good games, like yeah. what is it? What is it that sort of uh, is is firing off your pleasure centers in this one? <laughs> Uh, well, Diablo is just built around it. Like, I, I don't like when loot and gear scores are added to games that don't need it, like Gotham Knights mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. inherently against like, like Destiny is built around getting the loot. Diablo is built around getting the loot. So yeah. as long as like there's, it's got a lot of visual variety and you know it, it's easy to read and the stats aren't like just micro stats. Which of course there are micro stats with percentages and stuff like that, but like it's all. But that's like a, a certain level, right? Like there's a beginner level that you can. Yeah. And like, you know, a lot of the, and also like, I don't have to, like my, my money isn't tied to the loot. Like I don't have to go back to the cathedral every time to go sell my loot every time. Like I just drop it and move on. I don't really care, you know, cause you're not really spending, you don't really need to spend money in that game. The entire point is to go do the dungeons and earn your loot. You can spend, you know, the gold in the game, the free currency, obviously. Uh, to get better loot, but like nobody does that. This is not how you play yeah. Diablo. So I guess yeah, it's like the, the the earned loot means more to you than loot. You just yeah, and spend. and that's kind of what I've always said. Like you know, if if Gotham Knights had me do a specific mission where I had to go find a suit, cool. If I'm just getting mm-hmm. it out of a random box I can find in any area, who gives a shit about that? That's not rewarding at all. So yeah, um, Diablo, I really like you know going through the dungeon and like, you know, sometimes like a random boss called the butcher will pop up and he will wreck the shit out of you. So like if you beat him, no, you get really cool legendary loot out of it. And so it's like, a, it's a random challenge that'll appear out of nowhere. You know, like the, all the dungeons that I've played have all been unique and really fun to go through with unique challenges and stuff like that. So it's just, it's just a really good game. Yeah. And really, yeah, really cool to see. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything bad to say about it, aside from the shop prices, but I'm not going to engage with that. So, <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of like you could spend real money. It's just cosmetics, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just cosmetics. That I, that part I'm annoyed about because the cosmetics are really cool. And if you, I don't know for sure if you can or cannot find those in the game. And if you can't, that's annoying. Oh, because they're yeah, like the yeah. coolest cosmetics that are locked behind yeah. a shop. I don't like that. I feel like that's a, that's, like that's a little sketchy in a game that's about loot because like that's part of the appeal is like you gain all this stuff and then you put that stuff on to show your friends and whoever else is in like the lobbies and like a multiplayer thing like oh look look at the challenges i've conquered yeah. to get yeah to look I, I mean dope. i don't, so, I don't wait, know are these so are these premium armor just going to be like blue check marks or you'd be like look pretty much like i mean you know there's they, they have the horse armor in there so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like the the stuff I the stuff I found in game is cool enough, but like the gear that you see in the shop is definitely stuff that's like, you know, do I want to spend twenty dollars on that? I mean, me, no. I yeah. know people will. I also, sure. I also don't know like what else they would do to keep that game going as a service. So mm-hmm. you know, I like I don't know. I, so like Wait, Diablo you, three 
was not a live service game. It was just like a release of like a single player thing with some multiplayer elements. And then they like did DLC down the road. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Well, they had the whole auction shop, which I don't remember that whole thing. Like, I know it just destroyed the game at launch and then they fixed it over the years. And like Reaper of Souls launch, which was a full expansion for the game that was a a paid expansion. So I don't Mm -hmm. I think they I don't know if they've really said how they're going to do it yet, but I know. They have seasons coming up, so the first season launches in July. There will be world events and all that stuff that they add to the game, and I think smaller expansions, and then they are working on the next two major expansions already for the game, which I'm assuming, based on... I guess, I don't know. I don't know if those are going to be free or if they're going to be paid expansions or what, so... I think paid because I think part of it was you get the expansions if you get the, like, premium edition, the edition, the deluxe edition or the ultimate, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm 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 happy the game's good, and I'm happy people are happy with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I bought it, I haven't played it yet. I'm planning to at some point. Um, I'll see, maybe I'll try to squeeze some in before Final Fantasy comes out. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those. It's, um, a, it's a live service game where like the whole game is there at launch. Like I mean, I have played it for yeah. like 12, 15 hours already, and I haven't even explored like twenty five percent of the world. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's it's funny how that seems like more and more of a thing. Like it is an exception to the rule when a game comes out and it feels like just finished. Yeah. I mean, well, so many live service games <laughs> should probably launch into early access. So yeah. 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 The, the, there's no need to like the, the whole fix it and post thing doesn't really exist with the game, which is nice. That's yeah. And then I, I know somebody bring it up at yeah, Diablo four. You, you currently cannot play it offline. So if that's a deciding factor for you, then didn't don't get it. Uh, yeah. Which seems pretty like people are saying you can't like they got to run on steam deck, but you can't play it on a flight um yeah that's gonna that's annoying which is a, which is a bummer yeah there's <laughs> a story that we we posted today about the, the first person to like hit level 100 i think yeah. in like the crazy permadeath mode lost their character because of a disconnection i, I you know, imagine like gone forever i imagine at some point they'll add that it's just it would it's gonna change like it will change the whole foundation of the game because like you'll be running through the game and the server will populate like a world event or something like that and they're just gonna have to turn all that stuff off yeah. And so, like, a lot of the map will feel empty if you don't have the online elements in there because, like, it is randomized where, like, world events will pop up or world bosses. And, like, those world bosses you cannot kill by yourself. I mean, you can kill by yourself, as people have shown, but it's incredibly hard. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Casey, do you have any desire to jump in? If, if I had more time, sure. Because, like, I, I do, I do have a lot of friends who, are like, really big on it. And like they're getting in there, they're having a lot of fun. I played with Frost uh, in the, I want to say the last beta that they did mm-hmm. on that weekend. Um, and that was actually pretty fun. Like I liked the mechanics for the rogue character. And like like Nick, like I, I'm not really sold on like the ARPG thing. Like I feel like it's not visceral enough. A lot of the combat sometimes feels very automatic. Um, but I did have a good time with uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane mm-hmm. back in the day. So that, that showed me that like, yeah, you can make a combat system that works in this perspective and feels cool. And the last Diablo wasn't hitting like that because I did play a little bit of Diablo 3 with some friends mm-hmm. uh, on like a, a free weekend or something. Uh, and and this beta, I was like, oh, the character I'm playing right now, like these, this moveset, like this combat actually feels fun. So I could see myself like just burning a bunch of hours with some some close friends and stuff. That is but the, like in the, the, in the Pantheon, like I, I don't want to dedicate that much time <laughs> to it. <laughs> your, are your Destiny pals jumping over to it? Uh, yeah, a lot of them are, yes. 
the uh, I will say like the combat in Diablo Four is like a lot more active than other ARPGs that I've played. Like a lot of yeah, ARPGs, I, I agree. Kind of I feel, just, like, I feel you, that too. Yeah, you can just run into a mob and just kind of stand there and hit things. And this like you, there's a lot of area of effect stuff that makes you constantly move and think about like where you're placing your skills and all that. Hell yeah. Ah, hell yeah. I did that accident. Hmm. It takes place in hell. No, it takes place in Sanctuary. sanctuary. You never go to hell in that game? You gotta go to hell at some point. Like. I, don't know. I think there is a hell. Like I think Sanctuary is like the Earth equivalent, and then there's like a hell that Below. is like encroaching on it or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a bummer. Sucks for Sanctuary. <laughs> uh, you been playing anything else? Watch anything else, Nick? Uh, I got caught up on Yellow Jacket Season 2. I still love that show. It's super good. I, not, I am not caught up. Yeah, so the season's done, right? Yeah, season's done. There's only nine episodes. So, um, do you like it? Yes, I think I like. I've I've read the criticism of it. I get the criticisms of it. I still enjoy it, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, I did binge and finish Succession. So I am. I'll, yeah, I just finished Succession too, actually. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, even though I got spoiled on the ending, I still enjoyed the ride to get there. Uh, and then now I am watching uh, Getting Caught Back Up on Sweet Tooth Season 2. You should start that too. Yeah. It's, it's pretty Are you going to watch Twisted Metal to also get caught up on Sweet Tooth? I don't think I'm going to watch that I show. I don't think I'm going to watch that show. Either. You guys aren't going to watch Twisted Metal? I, I'm going to be the only fucker out here watching we'll, we'll, Twisted Metal. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, that original trailer, that or first trailer did not do anything for me. That wasn't legally a trailer. I don't know what that was. <laughs> and Sony also like did not mention its existence at their showcase, so I feel like they know it's a flopper. I bet. I bet we're gonna see it tomorrow night. I bet. The, you know what Keely loves? Celebrities. You know who we're gonna see? Was, Anthony Mackie. Sponsorship money. Great. We're absolutely gonna see Ant- TV's Anthony Mackie. Wonderful. Mackie's. Oh, and George Lucas reminded me uh, that Warrior season three is this month, and I am so fucking excited. Yes, I saw. I saw that that was confirmed. The Righteous Gemstones is coming. I don't know if anyone watches yeah. that show, but Bears God, yeah, back. I love that show. Bears coming back. Uh, there was something else. Oh, Gilded Age is coming back. Fuck yes! <laughs> you are excited for the Gilded Age. The Gilded Age is a he's great talked about show. it on the show. He's talked about yeah. it on Breakout before. Oh, oh man, I'm in the bathroom at that point. <laughs> like uh, that warrior and uh, uh, Righteous Gemstones. Like that. That filled my heart up when I saw those were all coming back. Man, HBO. Like for all the problems Warner Brothers Discovery has, it is wild how HBO is like. All right, two of our biggest shows of the last four years, uh, Succession and Barry, are done, and they're like, oh, but here's all this crazy new shit that's coming out. And then, like, this stuff's going to finish, and then it's going to be like, oh, here's the trailer for House of the Dragon coming next year. And, like, yeah, yeah HBO, they, they just make they good things. Miss. That's why they, they really took their name off that, that app. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, we don't want to be associated with this. I mean, <laughs> Discovery, I, this is all you. I, you know what? I may, I may yeah, watch Chosen Metal yeah. because I have to get signed up for it so I can watch the Continental, that John Wick show. <laughs> there you go. But it's only Aren't like, you still signed up for from? Fuck, Halo? yeah, I have to watch From, too. Well, that's Paramount. That's another service. <laughs> Oh, wait, oh, which what? one's the Twisted Metal thing? Oh, Peacock. Peacock is on. Yeah, Twisted Metal is on Peacock. Peacock. And the Continental. I, saw, I have Peacock. Pokerface is on the Peacock. Con- the Continental will be on Peacock. I need to watch Pokerface. Yeah. And then Paramount. I, the only thing I ever wanted to watch on Peacock was that Fresh Prince of Bel Air drama. But like, I never went, got around to like signing up or looking for now, a password you, from a You get one Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you, uh, you get a Sweet Tooth for free. Mm-hmm. Sweet Tooth the Clown, not Sweet Tooth the show. Nick the Dear Boy. <laughs> dear Boy, not Sweet Tooth the Dear Boy from the Follow Up Boy video. Um, <laughs> too many shows and I, I, really, I, I need to i need to go watch from season two because apparently it's very 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 i've heard it's very good i keep yeah. seeing pictures it looks very scary yeah I, I heard they they up the fear factor and i'm all about that so that's my Joe next, that's my next he is no that was a fear factor joke i remember fear oh. factor. 
bad. <laughs> I was like, why was the fuck trip. is he in this show? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really jarring to be watching like a, a, a drama about like a spooky town and all of a sudden Joe Rogan pops up and is like, what are you doing? Get out of here, Joe. Like, he's the murderer. What that, do you mean? that reminds me, he's... I have to, to watch from season two. I now have to subscribe to MGM Plus because Epics is dead. What a run. So now I gotta subscribe. Do you to think it's gonna have an in in an in memoriam at the Oscars? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like think they're so. gonna play like in the arms of the angels, and they'll show fucking HBO Max and FX and F- Epics. Epics. So they'll do that, yeah. and uh, everybody like, what the hell was that? Everyone <laughs> <laughs> will be like, I don't think it's actually dead. Um, Nick, you haven't gone to the movie theater, but Casey and I did, and we saw the cinematic event of the year. I'm calling it Across Spider Verse. Across Spider Verse is really good. Man. It's really good. Uh, I don't know. I might I might be like Uh-oh. an emotional person oh. like in general. Uh-huh. But I had tears in my eyes from beginning to end in that <laughs> fucking movie theater. Like I could not stop crying. <laughs> it, was, really it was very good. It was really good. Oh, um, God. I don't we won't go into any spoilers. Yeah, um, I, seen yet. I just want everyone to know. Did, is everyone aware that this is a two part film? Yes, I had heard my that, theater I, was I forgot till you very said angry when the movie <laughs> ends and they're like, that wasn't resolution. That is the beginning of a story. And I'm like, well, yes, it, it, it does say to be continued. At yeah, the end. So like it's, it's I think a, a lot of people. Great know. cliffhanger. It is a really good cliffhanger. Um, and it makes me so excited for like, what are they going to do next? But uh, I think a lot of people didn't know because it was originally going to be called Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and Part 2. And then I think they realized that that Part 1, Part 2 thing um was sort of like a double-edged sword with like the the last a bunch of series did that like the last yeah, Twilight Harry movie did that Harry Potter, Potter did that, that. Yeah. I think Hunger Games did that maybe with the last movie um and so they were like well we'll just you know we'll we'll just call these different that's, things that's interesting though because in in those cases that they're they're probably drawing from like that was a studio literally trying to milk like the final chapter of a movie yeah they're like this is one story but they're splitting yeah, it in half. Yeah. And like this is like, well, you want to tell a really long story, and yeah. so like you're stretching across two movies. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's a little just, different, but like I get the hesitation. It's just really good. It was just fucking gorgeous. I highly recommend seeing it in theaters because it is, um, it is visually overwhelming at times. Like it makes the first movie style feel mundane. <laughs> um, like it, and it almost does. Like we've seen multiverse stories up the wazoo um, mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. Yeah, a lot we've of them. got fun flash coming out soon um but like this is the only one that like takes the concept of multiverse and literally like explores it using the form and function of the art like the art changes depending on where you are or who you're with um and it's just so it's just so fucking cool and it's just so creative like it is so creative it is wild it is just like it's it's just like a pinnacle of a medium in terms of like what what hand-drawn animation and cg animation can do you think um, uh do you think more comic book movies are gonna ape this style soon i mean we've already seen it with like man. teenage mutant ninja turtles kind of yeah not, a, a not, lot not of similar, animated but, movies have yeah. been doing i'd be this. i'd be happy like ape this make, like make comic book movies actually look like comic book movies yeah <laughs> cgi I, I, feel, shit I feel like the i don't know i feel like these big companies like animation is too risky for them like it's way more expensive yeah so like for them to put in that much effort 
feels like uh, the potential for loss is much higher than just doing what they always do. And they get real life people and they're like, they don't have to pay all these extra people to actually make yeah. the one character. They just pay. Yeah. And their reshoots matters. could just be like, well, shoot him in front of a green screen in Atlanta and we'll figure out if he's talking to Scarlet Witch or if he's talking to Ant-Man or who who he's talking to. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's sad, but like, man, like they we we need more animation, like animation, yeah. I feel like is a it's often overlooked, but like spider, like the Spider-Verse franchise kind of showing what is capable there. And like how, like there was a lot of people who said like they don't even like animated movies in general who went to see yeah. it and were like blown away. I'm like, you don't even know. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm glad that this is introducing art. you to it, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like y'all gotta like, y'all gotta give this stuff a chance. Like animation. There's also like more to animation than the minions. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, the Pixar look. Like. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because like Pixar for a while was the like, that was like a beacon. They were like, mm. look at that. They're making animated movies that adults can go to. And then Disney got them and they kind of just Pixar is kind of like a factory now. And sometimes Pixar movies are really fucking good, but other times they're they're kind of forgettable. Um, but it seems like this is the new, you know, anime aside, because I still think that there's I mean, stu- even uh, without Studio Ghibli, like um, um, Su- Suzami came out this year, which is the the movie by the guy who did Your Name and uh, um mm-hmm. Uh, so like in, in theatrical releases, like anime is still like crushing it. There's still like incredible movies that, that are pushing the, the medium forward, but we don't get that a lot in, in the West. And it's cool to see this movie be extremely successful financially and critically. And hopefully, like Nick said, like that's idea. People are being like, oh, we can make a Puss in Boots movie, but make it stylish. And we can make uh, the, the bad guys, but make it stylish. This Nur- Turtles movie, but like we can inject the sort of energy that you'd expect from a bunch of fucking teenagers with cool weapons. Yeah, like all these video game franchises that want to to make adaptations of their things, like get away from this idea that it has to be live action. Like yeah. Yeah, I would, borrow I would some love... of this stylistic shit and give it to Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved yeah. to see like Halo in the style of you know, not not in the exact style of uh whatchamacallit uh Arcane Arcane, but you know, yeah. like give it give it to blur. <laughs> Like, yeah, blur. yeah, it's a crazy yeah. budget, but let Blur make a dope ass Halo movie in, in in that style. Like, there's no need to. Yeah, seeing seeing Arcane and Cyberpunk in the last few years, you're like, and even like Castlevania on Netflix, which people really like, kind of. And then even seeing the success of Mario, which is like a very boring movie in comparison, <laughs> like in terms of like a very traditional feeling movie. But um, you know, animation well, feels like yeah, it was the right safer. call to say do animation versus another live action attempt, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And like Mario is kind of like, you can't live action that we've seen what happens when you live action. Right, exactly. <laughs> but they're going to uh, keep trying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but they, yeah, they do keep trying. We keep getting, um, you know, they, they keep trying to reboot movies that didn't even work. Like, well, we'll get Assassin's Creed again. We'll get uh, Resident Evil again. And, you know, we'll, we'll make them work this time though. Um, and there's another animated Resident Evil movie coming out that's like got all the characters in it. I think it's called Resident Evil Dead Island, which I'm like, you can't. Those are two franchises. You can't call it that. Yeah, that's just <laughs> is like a crossover. <laughs> Resident Evil Dead Space. Give us, give us um, the Adventures in the animated movie. Uh, it's gonna yes. happen someday. I'd give watch it that. Marketing. Yeah, give it to Lord Miller and the 10 million other people who made the movie. Supposedly, Beyond the Spider Verse, the third one, is coming out in March. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, who voices uh, Gwen uh, gave an interview today and said she has not recorded any of the dialogue yet 
uh, and that takes years. <laughs> I'm like, this movie's not coming out in March. This movie's absolutely not coming out in March. What are we doing? I mean, like, there's, there's a chance he's lying, though, right? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah. Because, I feel like he this, can't, this feels like, like the sort of thing that... For part two. <laughs> yeah, this feels like the sort of thing that is like... We the whole story exists and like like they they've done a certain amount of it already and like so all right we're gonna this is too big let's chop it into two yeah. parts so this part we'll like, focus on finishing but like the other part like yeah like the Matrix two and three right yeah like six, shot six months time. apart they were shot yeah. back to back the Lord of the Rings movies were shot back to back mm-hmm. um, I hope so um, shot season I, I feel, two I feel and three like, of Sweet Tooth back to back see. Sweet Tooth. Mm-hmm. They shot seasons uh, one through ten of Twisted Metal because they were so confident that people would fall in love with Anthony Mackie's <laughs> Each season Ajax. One I'm not actually sure who Anthony... Axel? I don't, know. I don't know who Anthony Mackie's playing, but I'm going to find out because I'm going to be Escapist's number one resource for all of your Twisted Metal on Peacock needs. Because I learned that's Axel, because the car he was driving wasn't attached to both his arms. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bummer of a character. He just had big wheels. <laughs> I always like playing him because he had a little sonic cliff. Oh, he's playing Roadkill. I always thought Roadkill was a hillbilly. <laughs> Damn. Movie's hillbilly washing again. Anthony Mackie can't, can't play a, a hillbilly? What are you trying to say? No, I'm just thinking I think of him. I think he's got great hillbilly energy. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of him in, uh, uh, getting fucking roasted in 8 Mile. What's his name? Clarence? <laughs> real name's Clarence. Clarence. <laughs> uh, has he been watching or playing anything else? Uh-huh. I haven't been playing anything else, no, but um, I've been, I finished season one of The Legend of Vox Machina. Um, the critical Role show. And it, yeah, the Critical Role oh. uh, D&D show, uh, which it's funny because uh, when we were all in Milwaukee, we together watched the first episode because like none of us had seen it or been paying attention oh, to interesting. it. Oh, interesting. And it was bad. <laughs> like, like, I was not entertained. I didn't like the characters. I thought the plot uh, and pacing was like like really bad and like when i got back home i gave the second episode a shot and it was also bad so like it was months and months and months of me going off forgetting about it watching other stuff before i realized like well i don't have nothing to watch right now i'm gonna sit down and eat like what's okay episode three of vox all right let me give it another shot <laughs> immediately episode three is much better than the first two episodes oh nice like weird in that way like the like all of a sudden it felt like it um kind of knew what it was doing like it had a story to tell like immediately like the characters interactions with each other were like a lot more compelling and like the mystery of like their backstories was a lot more interesting and like i just binged from episode three to the end of the season in like a week or so and like it's really good like i really really enjoyed it after episode three so like i I don't know, but those first two episodes, maybe they were focusing too much on setup, like maybe trying to get you a feel for something, but like it just, it didn't work at all. Hmm. So I, I don't know what to say about that other than give it a shot past three if if you weren't liking it. <laughs> uh, are you going to be, because uh, there's like a season two, right? Uh, yes, there's a second season, yeah. So are you going to keep going? And do you have any interest in watching the 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 show, like the, the stream? Oh, like the actual tabletop? Yeah, or is that too much uh... like work? Because it's too much like adventure, is that? No, the the only D and D thing of that nature that I ever like paid attention to or watched was Dan Harmon's back when he used to do his yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like he would end his podcast with like a really Harman quick D and D thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and then that turned spilled off into a thing. I watched like a couple of those episodes, and those were partly animated, and it didn't feel the same. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like I really liked it at the end of those podcasts. On the podcast, but yeah. the standalone show didn't hold me. Yeah. 
Harmontown was great. Yeah, Harmontown was great. I missed that show. Rest in peace. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'll go to the live action version. Like, because I really appreciate like the characters I've been introduced to in the animated world. Like, like, and I think it, I'm sure it slightly differs as well, right? Like, it won't be like the exact same story. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it helps too that the people playing critical role are literal professional actors, and yeah. incredible voice actors. Um, yeah. So like, pretty, you pretty know, yeah, concept. yeah, that 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 helps. Uh, I'm sure it lend credence to the uh, to the animated series. Uh, Casey, you gonna watch the Idol? Am I gonna watch the what? The Idol? Do you know what the Idol is? The Weekend Show on HBO. Oh, yeah. Of HBO? yeah, I saw a weird ass trailer for that. It was and like at the end of it, I was like, was that the Weekend? <laughs> but I had I did no it other research. Risque. Do not watch it when your child is up. Holy oh, Moses! Yeah. Oh. What, what is the premise of that show? Because like, yeah, I I was like half listening to the trailer and just caught a glimpse of friggin' Abel. Uh, so uh, Lily Rose Depp plays a um, like a pop star trying to make a comeback, and uh, on on sort of her big day, this revenge porn comes out, and oh. so it's her uh, trying to deal with this with, with mm. sort of the, the dark inner workings of Hollywood. Uh, and then she goes to a club and she meets the weekend, who's this mysterious man, and it seems like he's going to be a cult leader, and I think he's going to kill her, like uh, the Manson families. So I don't know what this show is about, but it's very graphic. Let me tell you, who oh. boy, if you have pearls to clutch, more more or less graphic uh, than uh, Euphoria. I mean, it's similar because it's mm, okay, Sam so Levinson. Like, so it's literally okay. Oh, yeah. so that's another Sam Levinson show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, gotcha. Yeah, man, gotcha. Man if you can handle stuff. Euphoria, you can handle. Um, <laughs> You can handle the idol. If you don't like Euphoria, do not watch the idol. Euphoria, also, the idol Euphoria might turn out to be much. very bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Euphoria is all sex. That's the thing. Like, like, yeah. There's not like, like killing gore in it. Like, is that yeah. what, is that is that sort of stuff in? Uh, not yet. Go we'll see. In real quick. We'll see what happened. Oh, see, this was too scary for Nick. We talked about we talked about too much. We said the S word. That ends with an X. Uh, and Nick was like, "We can't do this. We can't do this here." He was already got too excited. He already, he already saw Master Chief go at it. He can't handle another one of his heroes. Fucking Abel Tosfoya or whatever the weekend's name is. Um, yeah, it's a yeah, weird I show. Might, I might check it out. They didn't send any. Uh, they didn't send any like screeners to critics, which is like the opposite of The Last of Us, where they sent Darren all nine episodes before Christmas. Uh, they sent like, it to it's no HBO, one. though, right? Like, so like the chances of it being like. Yeah, terrible. It's, it supposedly had like a really rocky production. Like all the he said, she said is like originally there was gonna be this um, female showrunner, and like the weekend and Sam Levinson kind of ran her out, and was being like, "We need to do this. This is boys' time. Oh, no. <laughs> this is like the 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 boy view of it." So I'm very um, curious how the weekend is as an actor. Weird. He's weird. <laughs> I am curious too. After this first episode, he's really weird. Because I like the weekend as like a performer. And yeah, like he's a great musician. His Super Bowl show artist. was really like cool. I like his music videos. Even though they are, yeah. they they have this sort of vibe of like being like these dark. Yeah, like Starboy sort of like, did, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I, it seems like it it would fit with his whole aesthetic. But like, I'm curious. Like, does he have the chops to act? <laughs> speaking speaking yeah. of which, um, the Transformers movie that's coming out. Yeah. Freaking, uh, Toby Weegway is in the movie. It's just, it's weird, right? He's just in the movie. Yeah. Like this, this is a rapper that I've been following for like a while now, like real underground, made like big splash on YouTube or whatever, got really into his music. Um, all of a sudden, 
He's on the soundtrack for uh, Black Panther 2. He's yeah. on the soundtrack for Transformers. <laughs> and he's starring in the movie? movie? When yeah. did that happen? I wonder if he's like buds with, because uh, the, uh, uh, oh shit, what's his name? The the guy who's starring in the movie, Anthony Ramos, is uh, the star of the movie. And he was like, huh. he came up from Hamilton and stuff. And so I'm just curious if there was like a connection somewhere there. Yeah, I can't imagine where that would, because like he's not like represented by anybody. Like he's famously independent. Like, and, uh, yeah. The, yeah. Like, so like, how did he get there? I'm, I'm yeah. very curious. Like, I'm not a hater or anything. I really like maybe, that guy. Maybe he just really, maybe really likes, uh, maybe really likes Transformers. Or beef the beasts. Maybe he likes the beasts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. Yeah. I was trying to. Uh, I kind of want to see uh, it because he's in it, but I know it's going to be bad regardless. <laughs> Bear, hey, Darren, uh, show how much Darren preps for uh, his his work in the lead up to the new Transformers movie. He wa- he rewatched every prior one. <laughs> I was like, you, don't need, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. You can just, you can just judge the beast war based on what the beast war is. Um, but that's good. Good for, good that, for that's a man that truly loves movies to sit through <laughs> all the junk that he does. You gotta, you got, you know, if you're going to take a tar, you gotta get a beast <laughs> yeah. war. And then he ended up hating beast wars. So you can't say that beast wars is different. He already, from he, already he already put his Twitter out on it. He ranked it at the bottom. Oh yeah. No. I think he was tweeting about it earlier. Wait, beast wars is different than rise of the yeah. beast. No, yeah, Beast Wars right. is the animated series. Rise of oh, the yeah. Beast. Like Rise the of the Beast 90. is the new one. Yeah. yeah, Rise of the Beast is the new movie. Yeah, he ranked oh, it this as... is going to lead into the Beast War. So this is like the Pearl Harbor to the Beast War. <laughs> he, Beast War 2. He ranked it <laughs> below all the Michael Bay movies, which I didn't know was possible. <laughs> Bumblebee was really good, though. Does he have Bumblebee at number Mike, one? Bum, does Michael Bay a Bumblebee movie? It's not a Michael Bay movie, but it's yeah, a Michael Bay movie. didn't do Bumblebee. Well, but it's really good. Bumblebee is above all those. And then on his rank, this new one is below all the rest. <laughs> Her bumblebee's above all those. This one's below all of them. You know has got great voice cast voicing these beasts, though. Ron Perlman voices a beast. Peter Dinklage voices a beast. Michelle mm-hmm. Yeoh voices a beast. The guy yeah, from Captain Saturday Night Live. How are you voicing a beast? Pete Davidson's Pete. on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah Pete Davidson is the main character. He's a beast. He's I don't know. The main main non-optimist transformer. He's the main beast. He's not a beast though. He's just a transformer. So my secret is I like talking about the Beast Wars, but I've never seen the cartoon <laughs> Beast Wars. I'm not 100 percent sure what like if they're if they're large animals or if they're robot animals. They're both. Like you know how the Transformers transform into cars. The Beast oh, transforms, transforms into the Beast. Yeah. Did people ever think? Because like if you walk up to Optimus Prime when he's a truck, you could be like, oh, that's just there weren't people truck. around in Beast Wars. Be- this is like prehistoric times when they showed up. In the, do they in look the- like beasts when they're beasts, or do they look like yeah, robots? Have you not seen the trailer? It looks like a monkey. No, I actually close my eyes. It's too scary. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's got fur. Does it look, or does it look like a Horizon Zero Dawn robot? No, he yes. looks like an actual gorilla. Okay. No, no, no. Wait, which one are you talking about? Because in the movie, know. I don't know about yes, stuff. they look like Horizon Zero Dawn. In that old animated thing, they look like regular animals. Oh, they look like regular beasts. But there weren't people around. The reason they needed to be in the transform state was because the planet uh, was like toxic to their robot form. So, like, they can only be in robot form for a limited amount of time. Otherwise, they start taking damage and they have to transform back. That'd be like being like, oh, I'm taking damage. I got to turn my jacket inside out. Yep. The, it's not going to help <laughs> you. Pretty much. So I'm cold. Let me turn my jacket inside out. Is that Primal Show spinoff of Beast Wars? And he goes and starts no, murdering uh, all the dogs. Genity Tartikovsky. No, I know. I, I, <laughs> I got to watch that. You still haven't watched that? Primal is good. I feel like that's, I started, I feel like that's uh, a year Eternal um, Unicorn yet either. I'm still waiting for the English dubs of uh, 
Vinland Saga season two. They still have not updated season or episode thirteen beyond that. I finished it with the, without the dubs. It's so I watched yeah, all of it with dubs, and now I got to. Is it doesn't get any better? It does. the The okay. end finally kicks up in terms oh, of like action, yeah. and I gotta and get through another ten stuff. episodes. For like, episode it, it takes like I still think that second season is kind of a dud because it takes way too long to get to that sort of stuff. Yeah. So second season have any beast wars in it? <laughs> yes, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about Zelda. Every time you go out, there's a beast to go to go to war with. You got these like large Hinoxes. You got these big frogs. It's constantly going through beast wars. Um, I don't really have anything else. Uh, yeah, I think we did it. it. Oh, and they let people. Know, we I I don't know if we said this at the top, but there is no. Uh, what's the Jesse? Is is there a new name for the Jesse series? Get Jesse to the to the beef. To the Christian. Uh. <laughs> Get Jesse to the Christian. Get thee to a nunnery. The beast, get Jesse to the beast. How did I? That was the word I kept saying. I've said the word beast so many times. I, thought, I, thought, yeah. I thought you were talking about the Legend of Zelda stream. Oh, no, no, that's get him to the Sheik. I know that name. Um, well, no, I'm saying we can't we can't use that that pattern with that one because that was not about education. Oh, this one's is, this one's just is he learning anything from Dante's Inferno? Yes, right. we are learning a lot. About... <laughs> Ooh, we're learning so much in Dante's Inferno. Just take but a not good tonight. lesson. We won't be, we won't be, we won't yeah. be learning. Jesse is uh, out of town. Um, I believe for the next couple of days. He's also not going to be for game night. Um, so no more streams today. Uh, however, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is speaking of beef. This is when our beef streams start. Um, the three of us are going to be back. Uh, so there's going to be no uh, Half Life tomorrow and no 360 streams tomorrow because we're just going to have one long mega watch a long stream for um, oh, Summer Game Fest tomorrow. So the three of us will be going live uh, at 1.30 p.m. Central. Uh, the actual uh, showcase starts at 2, but we'll have a little pre-show. They'll do a watch along. We got two hours of Summer Game Fest. We got an hour of Day of the Devs. We got an hour of Devolver, which always goes fucking batshit. So that'll <laughs> be a fun one to end the day on. Uh, so that's going to be great. And then we're going to be streaming on Saturday. Uh, Frost is going to be joining us. And we're going to be doing, uh, starting at 10 a.m., the State of Play, or Future of Play, Wholesome Games, and the, the Future Game Showcase. Sunday, Casey's going to be back, and we're going to be doing the Xbox Bethesda Starfield Showcase. Uh, we got Ubisoft on Monday. Nick was a little weary on Capcom. I thought we should do Capcom. And now Nick's being a little anti-Capcom boy. What do you think's going on here? He see you were there for the showcase last year. It was a nothing yeah, the, the showcase last year didn't say much, but like, this is a new year. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> we gotta see what <laughs> they're gonna say. You two can go watch that one. <laughs> I'll, eat, I'll eat crow if it's a big showcase full of exciting like, What else do they have coming out this year? Like, That's I feel the thing, like they, they just like, they just released all their stuff. Like, Marty, Marty Marty's having fire Pragmata. Yeah, that's what they did last year. They just provided updates on all the games they just released. They showed some new Resi 4 last year. Yeah, an extended demo of a game we already knew was coming. So, I mean, you don't think they'll like be like, hey, this is what's coming up next, so that their investors are like, Great. No, I think, I think they're going to, they would do that in the Xbox or Summer Game Fest showcase. But we are. Why they have their own showcase? To give you updates for their own games for DLC they want to sell you like they did last year. Don't get fooled, no, Marty. It's not, they would never it's fool not, me. It's not Capcom Summer Showcase 2. But what what if we want the DLC? Yeah, want the DLC. <laughs> yeah we know what you want. What if we want, yeah. what if we sure want more monsters stuff there? Yeah, <laughs> gotta have more monsters. Um, so yeah, all that nonsense will start tomorrow at one thirty p.m. Central. We're not ignoring them, dude. Scrub. There's you guys can go back and watch their showcase last year. You guys were like, why are we watching this? 
It was you specifically, Deep Scrub, I bet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How amazing would it be like <laughs> if Deep was like, you guys shouldn't do this one again? Uh, that'd be really funny. Yeah, we're gonna fucking we're gonna go rogue. I don't know how we go rogue, but we're gonna go rogue. <laughs> yeah. um, Casey, what do you what do you got going on? What should what should folks check out? Uh, you know the huge. Uh, check out three Mars if they're if they're uh, in the queue. Um, like we said, uh, the streams this week are on a little bit of a hiatus because of new stuff happening. So make sure mm-hmm. you check all those streams out. Um, outside of that, uh, latest episode of the Sigma Show, um, you can search for it on your podcast listening service of choice. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Can't really think of anything else. Nick, what do we got going on? Uh, all those streams that I'll be on through the weekend. That's the most I'm going to stream in a while. Uh, July though, uh, if you are not signed up to Patreon or YouTube memberships, you will want to be. There is a shit ton of stuff uh, we have coming up in July. I gave the list to Omar today. He's like, oh. I don't know if we can get all that done. I was like, we can and we will. <laughs> but uh, and you laugh evilly, and Omar's like, no, literally, I yeah, don't think we can. yeah. <laughs> no, he started crying, and I was just like, <laughs> you were like ten, you were like uh, feature length adventures, not film? Question mark. Yeah, in one month. Uh, we, yeah, we can do it. We can do it in a week. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I believe it. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, just check out all those streams. Uh, be on the lookout soon. Uh, because we got our Steam page approved for Starstruck Vagabond. If you didn't know, I'm working Ooh. with Yahtzee on his upcoming game. Uh, we can't promote it on the channel anymore, aside from me giving a shout-out here, because it's a commercial project now, so you won't see any more Dev Diary here on the channel. Uh, mm. But we will have a uh, full reveal trailer coming up soon, edited by the Omar himself. <laughs> the, Omar. On the Omar. Uh, <laughs> if we get a publisher, it will be. That's part of my job, is going to find a publisher for the game. Oh, by Nintendo. It'd be great. I'm taking their money. Uh, But yeah, my my job has been uh, building a pitch deck for publishers, getting the Steam page ready, helping him on the production side, kind of giving him feedback on updating art and all that stuff. So uh, it's been a fun being on the other side of the fence. And now I have to build a marketing plan for launching the Steam page and getting people to wishlist that game. So Ooh, uh, nice fun fun experience i'm sure i'll document it somehow through the podcast about how we're doing that because i can promote that side but can't promote the game itself so go follow the starstruck vagabond twitter if you want we to have to honest. we have to um just bleep out every time we say the name of the game <laughs> yeah, i don't know <laughs> they swear do they keep saying swears yeah well um, every every slight something else stream basically gets demonetized because yazi drops f-bombs all the time so <laughs> Uh, honestly, we we swear in most of our streams. Yeah, we can stop if we need to. I think we just need to cut out the f bombs out of most of our stuff. I I used to not do that. You guys encouraged me. <laughs> I used to be really good about not swearing on streams. Oh, and then you and then you. I used to be really side. good too. Yeah, I was never able to swear beforehand. We, just we discovered. We, them. we just have to. Uh, well, no, I was gonna say Jack never curses on stream because he always says farts. But then when he was playing Dark Souls, he was just like, fuck, 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 fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Also, these streams, though, like, we, we can't, what are we, monetizing, like, 6,000 views? Get out yeah, no, no, your super chats. Not, Get your super chats in. <laughs> that's not good. That's not going to us anything. Oh, and then uh, um, we mentioned on something else, but Adventurous Night Dice are going to be going on sale through our partners oh, yeah. at Dice on V yeah, next, uh, next week. Yeah, yeah, next Wednesday, the 14th. So um, if you if you want your own very limited set of adventures night dice uh stay tuned we'll have all the details on that next week yes and really cool for all of you bugging us about getting things scheduled 
we marty and i got all of the new stream stuff scheduled for july uh, like we said june is full of streams for the showcase stuff so we're not going to do any new stuff this month for that but you know july. what would make it even more full of streams a capcom stream like i said you you guys can do that you guys can i'll i'll go eat dinner and watch you suffer as you get no reveals and just updates on dlc for street fighter and monster hunter hell yeah and uh, no news on mega man because you know that's not going to happen free that See, i just did it again <laughs> what I just cursed. <laughs> <laughs> he might be coming back because he just came back in those games that Casey didn't like. What if he comes back in some games that Casey doesn't like? I don't think Casey wants to review another game after that one. This, this, no, this, I don't want to review this. any more JRPGs starring anyone, honestly. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you put it in. Don't. <laughs> don't I feel like there's a JRPG starring someone you'd be interested in. No, I guess if the Mega Man one can't do it, I don't know who it would be. Perfect Dark JRPG. Oh, that sounds bad. That does sound very bad. Yeah, it sounds like it would have been like a Game Boy Color game. Let's Crystal Dynamics. The Game Boy Color game wasn't even a JRPG. Well, oh, yeah, I forgot that. Somebody brought up 30XX. That uh, Elise game looks more like Mega Man, and we're getting a trailer yeah, it for does. that That's on my wish list, actually. Yeah, that game's looking really good. That, that got picked up by uh, the publisher of Ukulele. Platonic? Platonic Friends. Yeah, they're publishing it. Nice. Sweet. I met those guys. Oh, yeah. I met those guys in Miami when they were working on something completely different. It was like a two two person two person development team. In Miami, what were you doing in Miami? Film, I was filming the uh, Helm Systems documentary, and then I went to a uh, meetup of game developers in Miami, and then I gave a talk on getting your game in front of the press there that was recorded and put up somewhere. I don't think I ever shared it because I was I was embarrassed of being on camera because I wasn't on the Escapist yet. So. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. I think you did great. Yeah, I was, I was there. I was skinnier then. Now, now, now. Be embarrassed no, about your weight. Don't yeah. be embarrassed about being on camera. Ooh, I didn't. I did get. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, the chat is going to freak out because I went cold turkey on Mountain Dew this week again. So, I'm, yeah. if you see this, I'm drinking water, not beer refuse, or anything else. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> what a time to be alive! And then I got on the rowing machine. I was going to go play hockey last night, and then the withdrawal of caffeine and sugar hurt my head, and I was like, you know. If I go play hockey, I'm going to have the worst headache of my entire life tonight. So, no, we're not doing that. An IV afterwards. I, I would have needed one, probably. Of Mountain Dew. Yeah, I would have needed that. Baja Blast straight <laughs> in your veins. Pretty much. Uh, and be smart with the $2 dono. Thank you so much. YouTube demonetiza- demonetizations can go fluff itself. I've been watching, I've been rewatching The Good Place. And they, they can't swear in The Good Place. And oh, so and also, they always uh, say fork. Nick the OG donated $2 earlier and made a note that we forgot it. So I made sure oh. to make a note to leave it for the very end of the stream to prove that we oh, didn't forget no. it. Just to screw with him. Also because if you go back and watch the Game Night Siege stream, he shoots me. And then instead of getting me up, drops two grenades on me. And I still don't blow up, thankfully. But he tried Ooh. to he, Nick the OG. Two of them. Yeah, yeah. He he's like, oh, the grenade button is too close to the revive button. <laughs> <laughs> not, are, are they close? That's yeah, not true it, at all. It's not true at all. Oh wait, no. Maybe on keyboard it is. I I don't know. It's E to revive and G to throw grenade. Yeah, look at your keyboard. Those it's are not that close. close. The <laughs> so, too removed from the alphabet. He stopped like I'm laying on the ground bleeding out. And he's like dropping grenades at my feet. <laughs> Uh, anyways, he donated two dollars. It says, "Yo, dog, we heard you like trailers, and yes, you'll be watching a lot of them tomorrow. So come back for that." <laughs> uh, yeah, they've already said some of this stuff. New Fortnite, Fortnite, the Wilds. What do you think is going on there? New season update no that you idea. won't play. <laughs> They're going to the Wilds. 
Yeah. You know, get rid of that uh, future city that they just slapped in there. And Deep saying, I'm on the other side of the betrayal from what's... First of all, KC is the betrayer, not me. And now Nick the OG is just a stone nice. cold, cold-blooded murderer. Steve Austin? Oh, murderer. Like I said, when he said stone cold. <laughs> he, right, he, he was, he was trying to be the not the OG Nick. He was just trying to be the only Nick. <laughs> after oh, there's only one. <laughs> it's, like the end, it's like the end of the Jet Li movie. Um... So yeah, for uh, Nick and Casey, uh, this was Marty. This was Breakout, episode number 90. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, for watching, for for donating, for being members. We we really appreciate it. Uh, Dr. with the final dollar dono. Thank you so much. Mountain Dew withdrawal coming soon. You know what? If you get stressed out during all these Summer Game Fest streams, you can get yourself, you can get yourself a little oh, treat. I've, I've got coffee. Okay, see, there you but go. But I also found out this has 46 grams of sugar in it, which is even sure. more than Mountain Dew, so I'm just being yeah. dumb. I, I have it's to now withdraw from I have one I, addiction with another. Yeah, I have to yeah. now withdraw from that. So <laughs> I'm going to weed myself off cocaine with the heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Um, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. Central. The three of us will be back for um, several hours of Summer Game Fest Live shenanigans. Stream we'll page then. is already up, so go put a notification on if you don't want to forget it. There you go. And Here. the Xbox Bye, will be up tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Barry farted again and he's just looking at me. <laughs> Before we How go. How does Toffee never fart? Toffee yeah, well, does no, almost like something I, else okay. in Yahtzee's lap and never farts. We're, we're still on stream, but last night Barry decided to come under the covers and sleep up by my head. And oh. I woke up at like 4 a.m. in the morning and he had ripped one real bad. And like I thought, I thought there was something dead in my air conditioning. And it, like he's just over there wagging his tail, looking at me like, "Yeah, I did that, buddy." <laughs> like, do, you, do you need to like take him to a? a doctor I need to stop or getting. I need to stop getting him uh, protein-heavy food. So you gotta stop giving him the Baja Blast. Yeah, he's got that. He, he gave me the Baja Blast last night. Ah.